Welcome, everyone, to episode 9 of the Pumpstick Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No Will at this point. He may be joining us later, but we're not sure. It all depends on what time he gets out of work. So uh, we hope to have him join us a little bit later. Uh, Our topic for today is going to be Xbox One X versus PS4 Pro. With the details being released on the Xbox One X, we figured it was a good time to have a, a good, solid comparison between the two. You know, console war style, I guess, right? Yeah. So people are into. Yes. Give people, the people, people love, what they want. People love their console <laughs> wars. So that's our main topic. Does anyone have anything you want? Anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Not I. I played a little Arms. Oh, oh you did. That's right. I did. And I also played a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn and Near Automato. Nice. Yeah. I was this this close to buying arms, Corey. Real close. So I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Cool. So, all right. Uh, main topic: Xbox One X versus PS4 Pro. So obviously, the PS4 Pro came out. I guess it was like what six seven months ago. Came out late late last year. The Xbox One X is not out yet. Um, it was just revealed at last week's uh, E3 Microsoft press conference. I will start by covering the specs. That was my assignment for for this week's episode. So uh, the CPU, uh, they both have a similar Jaguar 8-core CPU. The Xbox One X's CPU is at 2.3 gigahertz, and the PS4 Pro is at 2.1 gigahertz. Uh, GPU, six teraflops in the Xbox One X. Uh, customized compute units at 1172 megahertz. Uh, so it's got a higher clock speed than the... PS4 Pro's clock speed, which is at 911 megahertz at 4.2 teraflops. Memory-wise, uh, the Xbox One X has 12 gigabytes of GD- GDDR5 RAM, and the PS4 Pro has 8 gigabytes of GDDR4- GDDR5 RAM. Uh, memory bandwidth in the Xbox One X is 326 gigabytes per second. In the PS4 Pro, it's 218 gigabytes per second. They both have one terabyte, uh, 2.5-inch hard drive. Uh, optical drive. This is interesting. The Xbox One X has a 4K uh, Ultra HD Blu-ray. Uh, the PS4 Pro only has straight Blu-ray. Um, other than that, they're they're about the same. Both have 4K capabilities. Both have HDR capabilities. HDMI ports. Blah de blah de blah de blah. So, uh, like I mean, those numbers are they're they're just that they're numbers. Um, like I said, the the GPU is, has a significantly higher clock speed and a lot more T flops, as they're called. Um, everyone that's developed for the Xbox One X says it's a it's quite the beast. So it's beastly. That's the specs. But like I said, it's interesting that the the uh, Blu-ray player in the uh, Xbox One X is significantly better than the PS4 Pro, especially with Sony owning the Blu-ray patent and technology. I'm surprised they didn't find a way to squeeze the the 4k blu-rays 
into the PS4 Pro. But that'll well, be in next year's model, right? Hundred bucks cheaper. <laughs> right, but you're lo- you're looking at future proofing. If you're looking at future, they're just going to release another one, though. You're right. I mean, that's just how it's going to be now. I think. Yeah. Every every what two years? You think they'll upgrade yeah. upgrade the upgrade? I the think system? you know it could be too. Like maybe they don't feel like people are watching DVDs anymore as much as yeah. they're just digitally purchasing well, or renting. I think when you're ta- when you're talking about 4K. Uh, the internet speed for the most part isn't there yet in most mm. of the country. So for for 4K, uh, Blu-rays I think are more important than your standard Blu-rays, which are, you know, the the regular HD 1080p. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously plus, your internet connections are are capable of doing that. But and wireless too is another thing. Uh, a lot of people's wireless internet connections yeah. are not good enough to stream 4K. That's fair. And also people that really care about that, the streaming 4K isn't good enough for them. Mm-hmm. You know the the home entertainment guy that wants the best quality. The the 4K Blu-ray is is much much higher quality than 4K streaming. I don't understand that guy, but you're right. I'm not. I'm me neither. Well, you know, I'm fine I mean, watching Netflix on my iPhone. You know, it's it's the same as audiophile guy who needs to have the best audio equipment. You know, it's all it's just something. You know, everyone has their their battles that they like to pick. Yeah, like a lot of the guys I went to to college with, you know, they're all film guys, so they're all crazy about their home entertainment systems, and they're always like posting pictures of the new, you know, their new TV, their new rig, and their new surround sound, and like all that stuff. It's it's really important for them to be able to watch movies at the highest, not necessarily the highest because they could go to a movie theater, but you know, home theater wise, the best possible quality. One thing, kind of off topic, that I wanted to ask you, but specifically about Corey, because you're your background in film and in college. How do you feel about, how do you feel about uh, films going to increased frame rates? Um, I don't know. Like it's always kind of jarring if the first time you see it, but Mm -hmm. you get used to it pretty quick. And it's just one of those things we're just going to have to get used to. I mean, people made the same complaints when it was just switching from actual film reels to like digital versions and people were like all freaking out, but you just, you just adjust and it's ultimately better. Yeah. Oh, it's way better. It's just an I, adjustment period. Yeah. I, uh, there's a, a video on YouTube that that I watch on occasion, and it, it, I don't know how they did it exactly, but they put some of the scenes from Avatar into 60 frames per second instead of uh, 24 is is film, right? 24 frames per second, I think. Yeah. Um, and it looks unbelievably good. Unbelievable. Yeah. It like. It almost looks like you can smell the air. You know, that's how crisp and clear it looks, especially for action sequences. Like uh, I I get annoyed anymore, you know, gaming mostly on 60 frames per second when I'm watching an action movie and the camera's doing all this panning. And it's jarring for me to watch a 24 frame per second camera in an action movie, you know, just because I'm used to video games. It's it's annoying and it hurts my eyes almost. I don't know how you even notice it. Yeah, it, it's really bad in, in movies and TV nowadays with, with action stuff, uh, especially if the camera does a lot of panning uh, over on the edges of the screen. It's just like it like it looks like it rattles for me. Yeah, action scenes, especially it just looks like gobbledygook. Yeah. And uh, what was the one Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, when that came out? 48. Right? They did 48 frames 48. per second. Yeah, I was just I hope it moves more towards the 60 frames. And there was that movie uh, that I talked about a few months ago that was I think it, fil- it filmed and showed at 120. 
I'd be interested to see that. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. It's a Vin Diesel movie, like a war movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of made me want to see it. Yeah. Look how far that went. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was always under the impression it was kind of an indie film anyway. And, and you know, experimental almost with obviously with super high frame rate of 120 hertz. And I remember them saying that they could only show it in like a handful of theaters because they only only a couple theaters throughout the country had the capability of even showing that sort of thing. So. Right. But anyway, that's that's off topic. Um, yeah. Uh, PS4 Pro, Xbox One X. What was your your contribution, Corey? I don't remember when we divided. I was going to talk more specifically about 4K and VR. OK. Uh, functionality as it relates. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Dan crunched the uh, the specs and the Xbox numbers are bigger. Um, which obviously means it's more powerful, which in general means the 4K is superior. Um, so both have this thing called super sampling, though, which is essentially if you have a 1080p screen, you will still benefit from a 4K resolution in that it will take that 4K image and shrink it down onto your 1080p screen and kind of help with uh, jagged edges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll still everybody will benefit for it. Nvidia does that with uh, with uh, some PC games. You can have it rendered in 4K, and then they they like you said, crunch it down and and make it look better on 1080p or, yeah. or what have you. Right. Um. One thing I I never really put much thought into, but like 4K TVs are kind of the norm now. You know, like yeah. if if They're today, there. starting this year, like if you're going to buy a TV chances are you're going to end up with a 4k tv because they're at the the sweet spot price wise um there's just a i saw an article about one on amazon today i can't remember what the price was but it was like the headline was like this tv is fine for everybody and it was 4k yeah is that is it the element tvs the amazon fire tv i don't remember it's probably Um, one we're gonna get when we get another yeah because because they're like 50 inches or 55 inches and it's only like 600 bucks or something like that yeah yeah why wouldn't you get that? So the gist of it, uh, as Dan mentioned with the specs, the, the Xbox One is more likely to be able to play 4K games at high resolution with less frame rate issues. Uh, Phil Spencer calls it true 4K because the PS4 Pro upscales a little bit to 4K. Or if it's not upscaling and it is at 4K, it only runs games at 30 frames per second or it's a combination of both. Um, but I actually read an interesting article on The Verge today when I was prepping for this about 4K being the wrong target for graphical yeah. improvement. And I kind of agree with that, not because I'm biased, um, because I don't own a console and I don't have a 4K TV, but they brought up the point that uh, developers are able to use the added power however they want, but the, the both consoles are positioned and designed uh, for focus on resolution above all else. But the article sort of argues that they should be targeting better frame rates and yeah. graphical effects. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, comparing it to PC, um, the way like 1080p PC games look way better than 1080p console games um, compared side by side just because of the graphical uh, restrictions of the GPUs and consoles that PCs have, have much, have the ability to display much cooler effects that consoles just don't yes they can yeah. show detail yes they can do all these things but there's you know like just crazy effects that you don't even realize exist until you see the comparison side by side yeah i i glossed over that same article Corey, and it said that they should be targeting 1440p 
which is a step up, obviously, from 1080p and have yeah. smoother frame rates and, like you said, more more graphical effects than than just a super high resolution. Right. I've been saying that for a while. Like I always will prioritize a, a good frame rate over resolution, uh, which is why the the Nintendo Switch uh, for me, like even though it runs on 720, even on my 1080p TV, like I would rather have the 60 frames per second Mario Kart than you know a super high resolution Mario Kart that only runs at 30. Yeah, and the article also pointed out um, how important HDR is compared to higher resolution too, because both mm-hmm. systems have HDR baked into them, and that is just higher graphical fidelity all around, um, aside from resolution. So brighter I'm kinda, colors. Yeah, I'm kind of in contrast. that. Yep, I'm kind of in that camp. Um, the 4K stuff doesn't really do anything for me, but I think as you know, as, as 4K becomes more ubiquitous, which we already mentioned a little bit, but like in the coming years, when, when as, as games are built from the ground up with 4K in mind, we'll start to see some really impressive 4K games. Um, so, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And I should note here that I saw Horizon played in 4K on the PS4 Pro. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. I, it's like I, I have seen I've seen the Lord and the Lord is beautiful. <laughs> Was it a big a big jump? Yes. Yes, it was. It was pretty substantial actually. <laughs> Here I am poo pooing four K, but like I, I saw it in person and I was I was very impressed. Um I told it was at a coworker's apartment and I told him like I don't know how you leave your apartment with the rig you have here. Mm-hmm. See it all the all the newest, uh latest best toys. But yeah, there's that. Um, VR is not even... Do you guys have any more comments on the 4K stuff? No. No. Okay. Uh, the VR stuff, there's not too awful much to say. Um, Xbox doesn't even have a VR headset. They downplayed the idea of VR at E3, even though they've said in the past they plan to support mixed reality headsets. I'm still hoping for an augmented reality headset that I can wear. Um, but their belief is that it should be wireless. And until they can make it wireless, they're not even going to bother. Um, but just going back to the mixed reality headset idea, the original rumor was that it was coming out in 2018, but I would think if that was the case, we would have seen, seen it at E3 this year. Um, yeah, I think we'd already know about it. Yeah. Just because that would be a really, that would be a compelling reason to buy one. Uh, but they didn't give that to us. And, and, What's My the guess headset? is that it's not even close. Go ahead. What's the headset that they're working on? Microsoft. What the hell is that called? Uh, augmented HoloLens? reality. Hololens. Thank you. That's yeah. That's think, what it is. I don't. I don't think that they. That's not. Really it's not a game. As yeah. No, it's it's not a gaming thing. But I know there there is going to be games for it. Um, but that that's also something that probably will need the. Uh, well, actually, it's it's its own PC like on your head yeah. too. It's it's its own separate thing. So for that very reason, Corey, you talked about with the wires because, you know, they're right about the wire thing. I think that's that's a, a hiccup for a lot of people for for having a VR headset. Yeah. But that's I mean, that's all I really have to say comparing the two for for VR. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple articles pointed out the fact that the 4K is important for VR. So extra pixels. Yeah just makes sense wearing a vr headset do we think um, do, do we think vr is mostly i don't want to say dead but 
niche right now yeah yeah do you think it's going to get do you think it's going to get bigger though do you think that's what like people want not in the state that it's in right now yeah i, yeah. I think there will be some some sort of vr or like Corey was saying ar but it'll be different than than what's out there right now for sure but i i think there's there will definitely be something similar mm-hmm. at some point yeah the ham-fisted like skyrim in vr that's just it's just silly it doesn't work it's and stupid. it's it's stupid and it's it's all about uh experiences you know i can't believe I people would get excited about something like that yeah i mean i other, can other, see it i would want to just try it once but yeah. I, I can't i can't imagine myself wanting to play through 100 hours of fallout 4 with uh in a vr headset because no. i just don't feel like the the first person type of game like that lends itself to a vr experience you know I would much rather play something like like is it like a piloting game or a stationary game, um, than it's all play all that in, in VR. I don't know. It's isolating too, which is another factor for me. Yep. You know, get to see that guy coming in with a knife <laughs> behind you. Well, the, I mean, what if I that. don't want to know? <laughs> if you if you don't want to see it coming, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eric, what do you, what do you, what's your con? You got games, oh, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna cover some games. So, uh, as far as Xbox One X goes, uh, this is from IGN. Uh, so they have it split into two kind of sections here. They have Xbox Xbox One X enhanced games, mm-hmm. which says there are more than 30 current and upcoming upcoming games that will be enhanced. And optimized to run in 4K Ultra HD for Xbox One X once it launches. Um, so I'll read over the ones that are already confirmed, and I'll read over the ones that are uh, yet to be released but confirmed. Okay, there it's uh, they're all pretty notable games. So currently, the ones that are already released and confirmed are Skyrim, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, Forza Horizon 3, Gears 4, Halo Wars 2. Killer Instinct 2, uh, Minecraft, Resident Evil 7, Titanfall 2, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Uh, Yet to be released, let's see, some of the bigger ones, Assassin's Creed Origins, Crackdown 3, that uh, Dragon Ball uh, Fighters game that was Mm -hmm. announced, uh, Forza Motorsport 7, which I showed off, Metro Exodus, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and that's pretty much it for the notable ones. Um, and there's there's more just regular 4K, I guess. I guess this is where I'm confused. There's another list that's separate that is just 4K, not 4K Ultra HD, I guess. So is um, that up, upsampled 4K, or is that not 60 frames per second 4K? I don't know. They should make that distinction, damn it. Yeah, it, it, so this one says, when <laughs> announcing Xbox One X, Microsoft revealed that many games, both upcoming and already released, would all run at 4K resolution. That's all it says. Okay, so that probably means not 60 frames per second, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. So that includes all the games I just ran down, um, with some others mixed in there, but uh, I, th- I think you get the picture as far as what you'd be looking at. Um, so... You know, not I don't I don't feel like there's too awful. I mean, you do have Gears Four, you have Halo Wars Two, but as far as uh, I was looking for 
exclusive games. You got those two, you got Crackdown, and then you have the Forza games. Microsoft's definitely lacking in the exclusive oh department. Oh my god, you're not kidding, Dan. And the ones <laughs> they have are tired as all could be. Um, so then with PS4, and obviously this has been out a little bit longer, so the, the library should be a little bigger. Uh, so this is from gamesradar.com. Every game with PS4 Pro support, and I will, I'm will. i obviously not going to list all of them, but uh, I'll point out some of the bigger ones here. So let's see. So you got Cobblops 3. Infinite Warfare, Modern Warfare Remastered are some big shooters for you. Uh, Dark Souls 3, The Division, Skyrim, uh, Fallout 4, uh, Final Fantasy 15. A lot of the same stuff. So uh, you've got Gravity Rush 2. There's an exclusive. Um, Infamous, First Light and Second Sun for exclusive. Kingdom Hearts, the, the remixes and all that weird shit they just put out for ps4 are both on there whatever those mean uh last of us is on there mlb the show which i bet you looks awesome um near automata neo uh so you are getting some more excuses ratchet and clank which already looked amazing uh resagon rocket league which is almost enough to get me to buy it um uncharted 4 so you, you do have more exclusives on, on the uh, PS4. Um, upcoming games confirmed would be Days Gone, Farpoint, which I believe is VR, and Spider-Man. Yeah. So probably a, a better pick as far as uh, exclusives go on PlayStation. But again, I mean, you know. Didn't they just have a patch, too, where you get some benefits of having the PS4 Pro, even if the the developer didn't necessarily support it. I think even the regular PS4 got some benefits. Okay. With that update, but yeah, they did. They put out an update. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what it did, but supposedly it did boost. I think has HDR support or something. I was going to say, okay. wasn't that the HDR patch? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, again, I think PS4 probably has the better exclusives. You're pretty much getting all the, the third-party games that you would expect on either console. So, uh, you're still looking at the same exclusives argument that you had with or without these 4K consoles. Mm-hmm. But, for my so, money, PS4 has the better exclusives. But Right. So, what's what's the consensus here? Neither of these are necessary. <laughs> for me yeah sure if i was worried about it i'd get just build a pc mm-hmm. i feel like the xbox one x is basically a ps4 pro for xbox just a little bit better yeah yeah i i'm i'm kind of pondering too because i'm i'm looking at needing probably needing to upgrade my my pc at some point here uh i got a like five-year-old processor and motherboard and ram and it's it's getting a little little long in the tooth and i'd like to eventually upgrade a graphics card but i really have no point in doing that until i upgrade my my cpu and and ram which requires a motherboard update and uh you know so i'm 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 considering the the option of the ps4 pro or xbox one x but um really dan don't do it well i was considering but like i said i mean uh one of the things that uh if if they could promise 60 frames per second for all the games and, and all the all the multi-platforms and stuff 
um, I would consider it, but I haven't haven't gotten that yet. Not gonna so. happen. They I've already started talking about how games on the Xbox One X aren't gonna run yeah. sixty frames per second, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah, um, I I still I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I neither do I. I I just don't see what the the point of these consoles is. I mean, I I, I guess I see what the point is, but I just don't see them as being a necessary thing. Yeah. I guess I could see the PS4 Pro a little more than the Xbox solely because of the price point. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, it is a little bit less quality than the Xbox One X, so you are paying for more with mm-hmm. the Xbox. Um, but yeah, I, I it, for me, I would sooner upgrade my computer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think there's there are I think there are niches where these devices make sense. But for the but is average, there big enough? Oh no, I'm not I'm not saying they're justified. I'm just saying that I I can envision a scenario where, you know, I love Xbox and I'm in the Xbox ecosystem and I have disposable income and I would love to have uh HD Ultra HD Blu-ray player. You know, then it makes sense to get an Xbox. Uh, I really love Horizon Zero Dawn, and I want to play that game at the highest possible fidelity I can. You know, I've got an awesome TV. I'll get a PS4 Pro. Um, but yeah, no, like, I'm just, I got a good five solid years out of my PC rig, um, and I'm very happy about that, and I'll probably just upgrade my PC again, you know? Yeah. And I wonder how much of these mid gen consoles are more, uh, just buying them time than anything, you know, because this 4k thing did kind of happen pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, the transition. And I don't think, well, I mean, it's obvious they weren't prepared for it. So I wonder how much of, of these mid gen consoles are just a reaction to that, to get out ahead of that, to buy them a little more time to put out, um, the next round of consoles yeah i mean do you th- do you think technology is just too too quickly advancing for for the standard console model to to keep up i mean like you said it i feel like the 4k like just became a thing maybe two or three years ago and already you're seeing 4k tvs for five or six hundred bucks you know yeah exactly. uh, I, I don't i i think you're right i think they they didn't anticipate it happening that quickly uh, and, and and like you said, in order to buy themselves some, some time for to not get too far behind the eight ball as compared to to PC gaming, um, right? Then, yeah, doing that. But I mean, what's the hot item right now? What do you mean? It's the hot N- console right now. N- Nintendo Switch. <laughs> there you go. And I mean, uh, they have the worst graphics well. of the three. Boys. Well, you know what I mean. Switch last month. You, you get that's because of the stock problems. Yeah, but still, I mean, if it, well, if everyone I think had been still argue, no, if everyone had been able to buy a switch that wanted one, the numbers would probably be double, 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 probably. There's a lot of demand still. Considering how many uh, hits I got for my <laughs> full price switch on eBay, full price used. I'm still getting them. Actually, I never deleted the post. Still get like one a week. Yeah, I just don't think that the graphic thing is as important as it's made out to be. Well, and that's my point with the yeah. Nintendo, bringing the Nintendo Switch into it. Yeah. Yeah, because you're talking about the Nintendo Switch still running a lot of games in 720p. 
Yep. So about quality I mean, of experiences. I think a lot of people consider Nintendo to have the best E3 as well. Yeah. That's because of the lineup of games they have coming out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can I can still envision a scenario where, but we don't know anything about it, so it probably doesn't exist. A, a Xbox Microsoft puts out a killer game that is really high, really uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Graphically intense, could only run on the Xbox One X, um, and that working. But until they do that, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, they obviously don't have anything like that either, because if they right. had something like that, they probably would have shown it at E3. Yeah. Uh, to get people actually excited. I don't know anyone that was like Gaga over the Xbox One X, you know? No. And say, Almost. you know, it, despite the, the user base, too, it was pro- I think it was the same generally action for the PS4 Pro, too. I don't think anyone was like super hype. I, I still feel like something was missing like something didn't come together for them that they couldn't show you know if it if it is the augmented reality headset or, or just something you know because it just yeah, felt... they're missing games well un, i mean obviously they were missing games but it, to me it felt like just the way it was positioned and and the lack of there being anything to go with it made me feel like there must there could have been something at some point that just wasn't ready mm. you know Maybe that's me being optimistic, but but they just had they had to show it anyway because it's coming out in five months or whatever. Right. Do you think they thought that Forza was enough? No, I don't. And that, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying that, like, maybe there was something that we just didn't they didn't have ready. Something didn't come together. Something fell through. I did through. see I an know. article about um, some people, you know, people were concerned about the lack of exclusives and like new exclusives that um microsoft was putting out and i think it was phil spencer responded saying they have things in the works that they haven't shown yet which sure i mean we would expect that but one of them was supposedly like an open world horizon type of game and i see i tend to believe that you know but wouldn't you expect that yeah exactly you know and i i I just feel like phil spencer especially would know better than to trot this thing out there Without anything to go with it, you know, I think he had no choice and that there was something else. Oh, so like when Sony trotted out Final Fantasy seven remake, even though it's not going to be done until 2020 or whatever. Yeah. It's just way too far. Wait, I know, but it's way too far in advance. I hate that. I agree with you. I like Beth- I like work. Bethesda as much as I dislike what Bethesda has been doing lately. At least like their E3, like all the games are coming out that they showed. All the stuff is coming out this year, which I like to see. Yeah, I, I hear you. I guess I, the, the what Sony has done hasn't bothered me because they've still been putting out good exclusives on their console while we're waiting for these other ones that are, are uh-huh. all coming out next year. You know. Yeah. If they didn't have other quality stuff still coming out, I, I, yeah. I yeah. But I hear well, you. I don't even mean like God of War. I'm, I'm talking yeah, specifically, specifically like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, because I mean, the, both of them like twenty nine. It was two years ago when they showed them too, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yep. Or no. And we're it still wasn't looking this at past other... E3. It was the one before that. Yeah. So just about two a years. year ago. Are you sure? I think it was two years ago. Well, it was the E3 before this past one, right? I think it was two E3s before this past, this most recent. No. One. I think it was. I don't well, think so. So I'll look it up. 
real quick. What was the question? When Sony when did announced they reveal that Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII remake, was it two years ago or a year ago? Two. That's what I thought. Are you Maybe. sure? Maybe not. I think so, yeah. Because we had this past C3. I think it was the one before that. It was, I mean, it was because we watched uh, Kyle Bosman and ga- it was Game Trailers was still around. Because they were still working for Game Trailers. 2015. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. What the hell did Sony show last year? Um, Horizon. The, zo- the, z- the yeah, same Horizon. stuff as this year. The zombie game. Yeah. Was yeah. That was their Days, headline. Days Gone. They Days did. Gone. They showed like very brief Days Gone and God of War. All yeah, games that are right. coming out this year. Next year. Next year. What are yeah. they going to show next year? All the stuff coming out three years from then. <laughs> I hate you three. <laughs> Uh, uh, dumb. Yeah, anyway. They really are. What a stupid thing. <laughs> what a stupid thing to dedicate our lives to. And free time. No, yeah. I love them. I love them. But anywho, any any other thoughts? Did we not did we cover everything? I think we've covered it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think your best bet is if you don't have one of these systems yet, I get the upgraded version. Uh, there's no reason not to. Uh, other than, I mean, cost. Like, if you're, you can get a PS, a, I think you can get like a, a regular PS4 for in a couple of games for like 200 bucks. Same thing with Xbox One S. Um, but yeah, if you're, you know, have a little extra clink and are looking to buy a system and you haven't jumped in yet, I guess that's probably your best best bet, right? Yeah, I mean, if you have the cash, but I, I, I think you could, your money would be better spent elsewhere. Yeah, just on the regular systems and, and more yeah. games to play on those regular yeah. systems. Exactly. Yeah, and if you don't have a 4K TV, it's kind of pointless anyway. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted them to discuss, actually. Uh, just one more quick thing is, is like, w- like if I say I was to get an Xbox One X, uh, I obviously only have a 1080p TV. Would I see 60 frames on all my games uh, running at a lower resolution. But Corey, I mean, Corey kind of answered that, I guess, with the with the downsampling from 4K. So I guess they would run in 4K and downsample. So I guess it would be whatever resolution. So I answered my own question. Beardless in the chat pointed out, too, that Anthem, uh, which was announced at E3, has already been said to run at 30 frames on all consoles. It's <laughs> such a mistake, I think. But is that also coming out on PC or no? Probably. That I don't know. That's I know Destiny Two is thirty frames on consoles. Ah, anyway, all right, let's move. Let's move on to nibble bits, shall we? Corey, why, why don't you get us started? Um, I don't know. Did one of you guys just tweet this, or did my tweet literally just go through right before we started this podcast about I Rocket didn't League? Tweet anything. Okay, so then it was mine. Uh, Rocket League is going to NBC as an eSport. Um, I actually didn't paraphrase the article like I like to do, uh, but they're doing a $100,000 2v2 Rocket League tournament that kicks off in July. Uh, Let me see if I can find the exact date. Broadcast on NBC Sports Network in the U.S. and on Sci-Fi in a handful of other countries. This is pretty exciting. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a really good game. That. 
it's a really good game too because it there's yeah. not it it's it's simple and it and and you know it's not like a MOBA where you have to kind of understand what's going on like yes. it's basically soccer with cars so I mean I think this is a it's a good esport to bring to the masses I think. Um, it's funny you say that, Dan. So, kind of funny games has kind of revamped their shows, uh-huh. and I had stopped listening for a while, but they have a new one, a daily. Um, it's more focused on games news than what they have been doing. I think it's okay. it's a little less silly, uh, okay. and it's a daily games news. I can't remember what it's called. I should look, but uh, it has Andrea Renee and um, Greg Miller from the ones that mm-hmm. I've listened to, and they actually talked about this very thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally exactly this, how uh, Rocket League was probably the best game right now to get like people who may not be gamers, mm-hmm. you know, into esports and the closest thing that we have to bringing it to like a, a mainstream thing where people might actually watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for pretty much the reasons you just said, like it's, it's yeah. easy. Her, Andrea Renee said her argument was it's easy to understand. Like it's, yep. there's, it's just soccer with cars. Yeah. You know, you can watch other people do like the intricate things, but at the end of the day, you understand what what the point is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whereas if you've never played a MOBA before, like what you're looking if you're watching it on TV or whatever, you're just looking at chaos on a screen. You have no idea what's going on. And I know the 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 broadcasters and stuff will talk about it, but still, if you have no idea about any of the stuff that's going on in the game, it means nothing to you. Rocket League yeah, is and- perfect perfect antidote to that. They actually they actually touched on that. Uh, number two, we thought that it had some sports DNA to it, which would be a good fit for us and our audience, our sports-loving audience. It's obviously got this sort of soccer mashup with motorsports, which are sports that we cover extensively on NBC. I was sports just going to say that. That's, those are the two things that they cover <laughs> that, that other people don't. So yeah, they, I think that's a really smart point um, for them. And then they also said that they really just liked the people at Psyonix, and that was the main motivating factor. Great guys. Yeah. Best game ever made. That's not true. My favorite game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably going to tune in for that if I have the chance. That's that's the one game I feel like I can really sit down and watch and appreciate because I put so many hours into it, so I can just be like, oh my god, I can't I can't fucking do that. I've put like 400 hours into that game, you know? Mm-hmm. I hope they do take a minute, though, to like talk about the players behind the cars. Yeah. And the, that's, how, the, that's how I really get engaged, you know, the, is, is not, I start picking favorites. And not it's hard to that, do that just based on their car decals and stuff, the, you know? The skill and dedication it takes to put the amount of time in to get to that level is yeah. impressive, too. I'm not sure I want to know them. Why? There's a good chance I might like it less <laughs> by by disliking the people behind the cars. Yeah, because sometimes I forget that there's people younger than me playing Rocket League. Oh yeah, uh, and it's really going to bother me to see like 16 year old kids pulling this stuff off uh, when I can't. Yeah, that's just that's just going to piss me off. There's no sure. two ways about but you, it. You got to look at it this way. That's all they do. It's all I do. Now you've got a, a job and a, an apartment and yeah. a wife and dogs and responsibilities. Yeah, I guess. But they play like sixteen hours a day. Yeah. So they probably go me. to they probably go to school and then get home and then play Rocket League until they can't stay awake anymore. Well, it's <laughs> it, what's going to bother me is uh, this is when I should have been sixteen. This was uh, my I chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was yeah. talking about this with somebody today at work. Because uh, 
I wasn't supposed to go to work until 10 o'clock today, but I had to take my wife in to work early. Uh, so I got ready for work, and I was literally just sitting here playing Rocket League. Um, and I got called into work early, and I went in, and they were like, oh, what are you doing here? And I said, oh, I was just playing video games anyway. Somebody asked me, like, oh, what's the, what's the big video game nowadays? And I was like, yeah, you know, I just really play Rocket League. And But I started talking about how I, I really missed the boat by being born in the 80s. Because yeah. this was my opportunity. Yep. You know? There wasn't, wasn't anything like that when we were playing games. No. Could you imagine? Even, there was, even, uh, even a game like Halo, I f- came late to our, our gaming. Because I think it was that. We were either seniors in high school or right after we graduated was when we, yeah. when we started playing that. Yeah. So. <sighs> really missed our chance, guys. Yeah. Really screwed the pooch. Yeah. We'll just Dead. be mediocre at best now. Yeah. <laughs> Amateur D&D players. That's, it. that's be, all we got. I'd be happy to be mediocre at Rocket League. I think I'm mediocre. Terrible. Yeah, Terrible. We are, I was looking at the rankings there. We are mediocre. <laughs> that's it. All the fucking 300 hours of Rocket League. Mediocre. It's gotten us mediocrity. Yeah. I guess that's not terrible, though. No. No, I mean, well, like DMC, we have other responsibilities, so... yeah. Granted, I've put more time into this game than any other game I've ever played, but... Yeah, and it's not like we need to be at that higher level to enjoy it, because I still have a blast every time I play. I played with Savage this afternoon, which I'll talk about later, but uh, that was fucking great. Yeah. What a game. Good nibble bit. Mm -hmm. Not often we get that that kind of legs from one. It's really bizarre. Like, I tweeted it. What day was that article? I tweeted it the day the article came out. It was a few days ago. For a reason, it just went out 55 minutes ago. Um, This is from two days ago, yeah. Or one day ago. Anyway, uh, the other, I also tweeted that the Steam Summer Sale would begin on the 22nd, which is today. So happy Steam Summer Sale to everybody. Uh, I imagine next week we'll do an episode on it. Yeah, next week is a good time. The worthwhile deals. Yep. Okay, because there's a there's a few absolute steals that are on there, like and absolute they're, steals. They're doing the thing where the deals are the deals for the yep. whole duration, right? Yep. Good. How long does it last? It's till July July sixth or fifth. Oh, okay, so it does make sense to do an episode next week. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. All right. Uh, I will go a couple quick ones. The Nintendo Switch updated version three added a number of interesting features. Uh, the first, and this is good if you have children, is find your missing controllers. Uh, there's an there's an option in the menu where you can turn on the vibrate on the controller, so it'll vibrate and you can hear it. Uh, so you can find them. Uh, my kids constantly lose our remotes. They haven't lost my Joy Cons yet, so uh, but it's only a matter of time before that happens. Uh, you can also use your Switch Pro controller by connecting it to USB, uh, so it doesn't have to necessarily be fully charged or charged for you to use it. You can plug it in and use it. Uh, and then one that was interesting, you can change colors uh, on the screen of the Switch to be inverted or grayscale colors, which I thought was neat. So I'm going to try playing, with, playing around with that at some point, just because it's fun. <laughs> then my uh, last little bit is that uh, Rogue One is coming to Netflix on July 18th, so I'll finally be able to watch it. Oh, you still haven't seen it? I still have not seen it, no. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. 
It'll be right after Game of Thrones season premiere. So. You know what I'm pumped for? Since we're talking entertainment, uh, mm-hmm. I understand Westworld season two has begun shooting. Oh, has yes, it? It has. Yeah. So is it, co- is it early next year? Got a bit year? of a chub when I heard that. It's supposed to come in next January. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch Westworld. Maybe after oh, Game of Thrones is to. over. Well, what are you waiting for? Yeah, we're, me and the wife are rewatching Game of Thrones before season oh. seven starts. Okay. We're almost through the fourth season, I think. So we have like 20, 22 or 23 more episodes to go. Was that it for Nibble Bits? That's it for me, yes. I don't have any. None. Somebody tweeted, rest in peace, Nintendo World Store. I didn't read the article, but it sounds like the Nintendo World Store is closing. No, it was um, it was a lie. It was they showed the I, I tweeted that they showed the E3 uh Oh. Nintendo Direct at the okay. at the store and the crowd went nuts when they showed the Metroid Metroid Prime Four thing. You're really. sick, man, Dan. That's the happiest place on earth. Oh, I know. And it was even happier when that was. Just watch the video; it's like thirty seconds. I'm watching it, but I'm originally I just read the Rest in Peace Nintendo World Store and took it oh. as I don't know what closing. Who, who, no, whoever tweeted it, I, it that, that the tweet didn't really make sense. I don't know what they nah. meant by Rest in Peace, but. Um. Yeah. No. It was. It was very heartwarming to see the Metroid Metroid Prime fans and Nintendo fans uh, be that excited for a, a game release. That's pretty cool. I wish I was there. <laughs> Not even a game release. Like it just, you know, you know what the the just a graphic. On there. Yeah. <laughs> it was adorable. But anyway, Will, welcome. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm hey, late. Will. Oh, that's fine. Really totally up. understand. <laughs> I know. I a failure. Will, Will just did... in time for nibble bits. Yeah. Oh, I have one. All right. Whenever you want me to go? Yeah. yeah. Your turn. Oh boy, let me let me grab it here. Diablo 3s. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's about Diablo 3. I just wanted to make sure I got the the correct details. Uh okay, so I don't know if you guys remember from BlizzCon like, I don't know, 2 years ago, they announced that the Necromancer was going to be a playable class in Diablo 3. Um, and since then, we haven't gotten a whole lot of details from it, at least none that I have seen, uh, really, until fairly recently. They showed off a lot of gameplay, and then they announced that uh, June 27th, the Necromancer will be coming out, and it'll be uh, $15 on PC and consoles. Um, there's also going to be a Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, which will be available on the Xbox One and PS4, um, and the game will be $39.99, so... I'm probably buying that as soon as it comes out because I really the Necromancer was my Diablo 2 character on almost every playthrough, so I'm pretty excited to have the Necromancer in D3 coming up here. Here's a question. Yo, do we think Diablo 3 makes it to the Switch? No. No. I feel like it would be a good fit. Yeah, I think it would be, be a, a good fit. fit. Be a great fit. I just don't know, does Blizzard have a track record of putting anything on Nintendo consoles? Nintendo no. doesn't have a track record of putting anything on Nintendo consoles. <laughs> that was, yeah, good point. <laughs> so It's been better with the Switch. Yeah. I mean, it all depends what they have with the Diablo franchise cooking that we don't know about. I don't know if they have a new game that they're working on right now. Because I feel like Wait, if Diablo... Blizzard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not working on a new Diablo. It'll be 10 years before you get Diablo 4. Uh, true, because knowing them, they how, take how, a sweet time. How long was it between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3? 
Oh, 12, probably, 12 years? probably 12 years, give or take. I feel like Diablo 2 was either 2000 or 99. And then Diablo 3 yeah. came out in, what, 2012? 2012, 2013. Around then. So I'm so just uh, poking around on the uh, Battle.net forums uh, and somebody asked that very question diablo 3 on nintendo switch and one guy said it's not going to happen if you had any under- understanding of blizzard at all you would know how unrealistic this post is and then further down somebody said the switch is dead on arrival nintendo has delivered an underpowered underpowered hybrid console which will see very little third party support yeah that guy sounds like a genius yeah exactly so who knows hasn't it already outsold the wii u the Switch has no. been very well received. Yeah. No, maybe by the... Well, it depends. If the, I would say probably by, like, middle of next year, depending on how many systems they can get out. They're have, Apparently, they're having trouble sourcing components be, uh, because a lot of the stuff that's in the Switch uh, goes to Apple stuff. So Yeah, there's bat- the same component in, one, in the iPhone, Yeah, what I heard. So they're battling with, with the manufacturer's they're battling with Apple essentially for, for components for the Switch. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Anything else, Will? No, that was my only nibble bit. Okay. Uh, how was your week, Will? Ah, uh, it was good. I don't think I did a whole lot. I played some Dragon Age Inquisition, mm. which I'll talk about. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> and what we played, but other than that, I don't think I've done anything of note. Okay. What do, what do you got, Eric? Um, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was I started a new TV show that I wanted to mention. Uh, I started watching The Leftovers on HBO. Mm-hmm. I'm on episode seven right now. I guess it's from the same cre- creator or director or something like that um, that did Lost. So, I mean, it's got that same kind of feeling. It's obviously a different setting. Uh, so the setup is 2% of the world's population just kind of up and disappears one day mm-hmm. and you kind of follow some characters in a town uh you know dealing with the aftermath of that and like some weird religious kind of cult forms and it's very interesting you show me anything with like a cult and i'm into it yeah you know yeah because that kind of thing always has uh been fascinating to me uh-huh. um so yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, a couple of the episodes uh, have kind of dragged and been a little more boring to me, but uh, overall, I, I think it's a pretty cool show, and I'll probably stick it out. We we watched like five episodes in one day, which we don't ordinarily do, and they're hour long. So I got thinking afterwards, I was like, "Holy shit, we just sat here for five hours watching this." But nice. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool show. I, I I would definitely recommend it if you have access to HBO. It's only three seasons, too. And as far as I know, there's ten episodes in a season. That's what HBO likes to do. Yeah. I actually like that, as opposed to having, like, 30 half-an-hour episodes or whatever. Or 20 half-an-hour episodes. I'd rather have the shorter episodes, personally. Oh, would you? Yeah, Yeah. I'd be much more um, likely to watch things. I gotcha. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So, Um, I don't know if there's anything else. I don't think so. Okay. Corey? Oh, boy. Um, I did have a couple of items I wanted to address. Uh, I, too, started watching a new show called American Gods, which is on Stars, 
and it is based on the book by Neil Gaiman, which I read probably 15 years ago at this point. Uh, so it was kind of cool to watch the show and think about things that happened in the book that I literally haven't thought about in like 15 years. And it's kind of weird how some of the stuff comes back to you. Like I was watching my girlfriend. I'm like, I know, I know what happens next. And again, it's just like things I had never, I haven't thought of in, in a decade and a half. It's just weird. Uh, but it's a really good show, really strange. Um, the setup is that there's this guy who his name is shadow moon and he is released from prison early, like three days early because his wife got in a car accident and died. The circumstances of how that happened, uh, are kind of, kind of tough, tough on him. And he ends up being recruited by the strange guy named Mr. Wednesday. Uh, come to find out he's, he's been, uh, commissioned to join a war between the old gods and the new gods the new gods being the gods of like strip malls and diners and seedy motels and the old gods being, uh, at least how I understand it. It's been a while based on more like mythology and actual gods. It's uh, one of my favorite books, but uh, yeah, the show's just like really strange, really out there. I wouldn't recommend it to most people um, because it's just, it's just weird, but it is, I, I really enjoy it. I heard it gets a little bit preachy. Does it get I a little preachy? I haven't noticed that. We've only watched the first three episodes, though, and I uh, think okay. they're on episode eight at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mixed reviews from critics, but I'm into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Um, what else did I do this week? I don't know if there's really much else I wanted to talk about. Corey, real quick. Yeah. Uh, last week. You told us that we should all be reading more books. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot. I wanted to mention I actually was. I am reading a book. So yeah. I thought I, I would mention it this week. What do you got? Um, it's called Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow Ooh. by Yuval Noah Harari. Cool. It's interesting. I think, Dan, I think actually probably all of you would like it, but it's... um. It's kind of his take on where he sees humans going and how we're always looking at ways to, like, upgrade ourselves and things around us. Oh, like transhumans and posthumans? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, He's talking about, like, humans going, kind of upgrading themselves and, like, bionically. Yeah, that's, like, that's transhuman. It's where where you... Uh, not evolve, but advance to the point where you're not really still a human. Yeah, he talks about humans trying to become gods. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting. I the uh, the intro to the book is very long, so I haven't even made it to the like actual chapters of the book. But uh, I had a lot of time to read when I was up visiting my in laws, just because mm-hmm. I can get away with that, and I can't get away with looking at Twitter all the time on my phone. So that's <laughs> mm-hmm. what I did. Gotcha. Um, at home, I can get away with it. So I don't know when I'll start reading it again. But I really <laughs> like it. Uh, it's an interesting premise. I think I would like it. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you would. Uh, I did have one other thing I wanted to mention, and I didn't um, mention it when I should have, which was a couple weeks ago, but I finally listened to uh, Colin Moriarty on the Ruben Report. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, really interesting. It was an uh, emotional roller coaster, really. Like, you can't help but feel for the guy when he was talking about how he had these, like, relationships with people 
um, people that he helped get into the industry and they just like turned their backs on him and hung him out to dry mm-hmm. and how he never wants to hear from those people again. Like, could you imagine over his tweet? No, I can't. I can't imagine. It, the whole thing is very odd to me still. And even even now, like, he doesn't even play video games anymore. I know it. Like, that's what his life revolved around. Yeah. He And he does talk about that, too, how, like, games were never really his passion. But politics were. And history. Politics are, yeah, and history, so. Yeah. I'm happy No, it's, I'm glad you listened to it. Uh, highly recommend you keep listening. Big Dave Rubin fan. I actually listened to one today from some guy I didn't know existed, but apparently he's... Dave Rubin? Um, yeah. Apparently he, he's well known. Uh, he had... He, his name that he goes by came from his like gaming handle that like one day he started a YouTube channel before he knew he'd be in talking about the philosophy of politics. Sargon of Aked came out Wednesday. Oh yeah. Okay. I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. Super interesting guys, you know? Yeah. I, I highly recommend listening to the Brett Weinstein one with Dave Rubin. If you, if you get Is around that to the it, pro- that's the professor from Evergreen college, Evergreen. right? Yep. Yeah. He's also been on Joe Rogan. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would be interested in hearing that because I watched that video when that whole thing was happening and the students were screaming at him and he's like, you can't tell me to go home because I'm white. Like, it's just, that's it, not how it works. It's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible, the shit that goes on. Yeah. Um, it, it, While we're on the topic of podcasts really quick, I've been listening to a Joe Rogan one with a guy named Jordan Peterson. He's uh, I'd never heard of him. He's a psychologist in the University of Toronto. Um, but he's a very interesting guy. Like, I really enjoy listening to it. It's, it was like a three-hour Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, so I've listened to it over days. But uh, he gets real deep, and it's very interesting to listen to. It's like these people who I've never heard of just have these ideas, and I just yeah. love hearing all their different thoughts. You know. Speaking of new things, while we're on the topic of new things, uh, I actually found an app today called Binky. And what it is, is it gives you your social media fix without being like actual social media. Yeah, I heard about that. You're not connected to anybody. You're just looking at like random pictures of things and you can swipe and like and star, but like it doesn't mean anything. It's just sort of fill fill that. Yeah. It's a great, great name. It's a great name. As long as yeah. you can laugh at yourself. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. You know, Binky's a pacifier. <laughs> it's so exactly. Good. It's 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 right on. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. We all. Well, need I mean, it, it's funny too because most of social media, social media doesn't mean anything anyway, so it's fairly meaningless. It's crazy. I, I was talking to somebody today, and this isn't necessarily social media, but I was talking to somebody today about how my need to always be like entertained is out of control. Mm-hmm. I can't even walk to the bathroom without turning a podcast on, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting, I'm getting to be the same way. Oh, it's awful. I hate it, but I can't help it. It's uh for me. It's like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm the same way. Like when I get up in the morning, it's podcast on in the shower, you know, Immediately. Like, constantly need that, that, yeah stimulation and i think for me anyway it stems from like just time it's just like well i gotta crunch everything i want into like any time i can i i really think for me it's just like being 
I don't know, engaged with something. But at least yeah. with podcasts, like I feel like I'm I'm learning something for the most part. Um, but yeah, like if, if say I have to get up in the morning and my wife is still sleeping, I'll go out to the kitchen to make myself a cup of coffee, and like the second I shut the bedroom door, I've got a podcast on for my walk <laughs> out to the kitchen. Why is nope. that? You're just a strange guy. I don't know. <laughs> I just have to have something. You know, I just I can't just walk to the kitchen in silence. See, I'm I'm the opposite. Silence is I, terrifying. I, I crave the silence. Oh, so that's that's because I never get it. You know, Eric, you should uh, you should try the Headspace app for ten minutes of mindfulness a day. Oh yeah, yeah. Give it a try. Try to be more mindful. Yeah, It'll slow down your brain. Maybe that's what you need. I don't think that's it. No, I think my brain's slow <laughs> enough. Pretty slow. Yeah. Well, I got one more app recommendation, and and I and I actually signed up for this newsletter at first because uh, a coworker told me about it. But it's called the Skim. Have any of you guys heard heard of the Skim? No. no, no. They send you an email every morning, and it just sums up like all the news from the day before in like easy to read, easily consumable, quick hitters. Okay. Um, it take. I mean, it takes me like five to ten minutes to read everything in there, and it just like I said, summarizes all the the biggest news stories. And they actually have an app, which I haven't really looked at yet, but um, it's that same idea extended out to like broader categories and like sports and stuff like that. So pretty neat. Kind of along the same lines as what you guys were talking about, but I, I, I stopped playing um, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, but part of it was because anytime I had a, a moment where I was using my phone, like if I was giving the twins a bottle or something, I felt like I was just wasting my time doing that because uh, it took away from my uh, I like to read articles about, you know, anything technology, you, gaming, sports, you know, uh, and instead of doing that sort of stuff, I was just playing Star Wars, which mm. it's it's like a hamster wheel. Like you never get it. Like you just keep running on chasing the, wheel, the dragon. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Chasing the dragon. That's right. Um, so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go, I'm going to stop. I'm going to cold Turkey, just stop playing. And <laughs> I went back to reading articles and stuff again, which I prefer to do. I'm sorry, Corey, you said the skim, the skim with two M's. Okay. I'm going to get it. Uh, my week, a couple things, uh, father's day celebrated on Sunday. Yeah, congrats. Uh, thank you. It was Happy a fun day, day. Dan. Thank you. Uh did a lot of running around, but it was it was a good day. We luckily got in the pool. Uh, my son and daughter have been begging to go in the pool ever since they heard my my parents opened it. Uh so we got to go in the pool, the dog and and the two older kids did some swimming for a little while. Uh, it was a good Father's Day. Uh actually my wife made me lasagna, which is one of my favorite uh home cooked meals. Uh, today or yesterday, I'm sorry, uh, as a continuation of Father's Day because we weren't home on Father's Day. Um, so it was nice. It was a good Father's Day. Hockey. Uh, we actually had a tweet from uh, Ryan in Iowa who wanted my my thoughts on the James Neal being picked in the in the expansion draft. And I actually knew that he was going to get taken. Uh, it for a while it had been between 
the Predators protecting James Neal or Callie Yarncroke. And as soon as they protected Callie Yarncroke, I figured Vegas would take James Neal. I wasn't wasn't surprised by that at all. Uh, one thing I did want to say was uh, apparently David Poyle worked tirelessly with uh, trying to get George McPhee to, you know, take some kind of trade to protect James Neal. Uh, but apparently the asking price was too high. Uh, but I will. I, I'm sure you'll be interested to hear this. But George McPhee was the uh, Capitals GM when the Predators fleeced philip forsberg from them so oh yeah I'm pretty i'm pretty sure george mcphee didn't really want to work with david poyle and the predators he's <laughs> probably he hears about that probably still every day oh i'm sure i'm sure what a bad trade yeah so that's that's why i think that's ultimately why we ended up losing james neal um but you know it's uh, we'll have some cap space maybe we can make a trade or sign a the, sign tj oshi that's the, the the momentum those uh predators fans are th- going for those gms hold grudges um oh sure i think it was kevin lowe who offersheeted dustin penner when he was on the docks oh, and brian right. burke challenged him to a fist fight in his barn <laughs> and gary uh, batman had to stop all of that nice that's right so they do not take kindly to that stuff so getting fleeced in a trade i could definitely see george mcphee being like nope gonna take james neal holding a little bit of a grudge that's what makes hockey great right there yeah <laughs> yeah um and then i was happy to see Poyle won the gm of the year that was nice nice thing to see certainly deserving yeah um so that's hockey the draft is what friday yeah i'm thinking we're gonna do a pond hockey maybe sunday mm-hmm. um because there is a lot to discuss a lot to cover can we do sunday morning yeah, I can. Mornings are way better for me than nights, especially Sunday. Uh-huh. I can't do anything Sunday night. Yeah, no, I can. We can do that. Um, and then the other other thing I wanted to talk about was: Have any of you guys tried the Duncan Energy Punch yet? No. Negative. No. Uh, so I think I talked about it a little bit a little while ago, but it's it's basically a Monster Energy drink mixed with the culotta flavors and they have strawberry which i've had a few times um but i recently tried the blue raspberry and they're both just fantastic so if you get the opportunity to try dunkin donuts dunkin energy punch please do it's fabulous it's very very sweet so if you don't like super sweet although i don't really like super sweet um it's something something to look out for but man is it good what's the energy kick dan what's the what's the boost it's monster it's a can of monster a whole can i think so and then the and then the sugar from the culotta mix Mm. and and the monster i guess i don't think it's the low carb monster i think it's the the regular one maybe i'll have one this weekend yeah you should it's it's delightful uh really refreshing too despite how sweet it is Uh, apparently that that was something that dunkin donuts employees have been making for years and then Dunkin' Donuts just kind of was like, hey, let's let's make this a thing. And they work with Monster to start selling it. But it's it's good stuff. I'll have to uh, try that. Yeah, it's really good. Well, yeah, you should, uh, after you get out of the gym one of these times, since it's right next door. And I'm a big Monster fan. Does it fit my macros, though? No. <laughs> it's all sugar. Oh, I can, I can fit that. I just got to make sure I have the carbs allowed in. You just can't eat anything else for 10 days. 
that's probably what it'll boil down to. It's pretty sweet. But I, I'm sure the I think the nutritional information is probably on the website. All right, what's this Free, called again? You can ask for Duncan Energy Punch. Duncan Energy Punch Nutrition. All right. It's probably pretty bad. I don't think I want to know. Uh, who? Let's see. How many carbohydrates? That's what I'm trying to see here. That's got to be somewhere. Give me a second here. Yeah, that's fine. What uh, should we get right into what we played? Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. I don't really have too much to report, Dan. Um, played my next game in uh, in our Madden connected franchise. I, I won twenty eight to seven. Finally, had some luck against the computer. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, still enjoying that. Let's see what else? Been playing pro clubs with the guys on FIFA. Our record finally dropped below five hundred, which is embarrassing at best. Uh, I don't know what's going. We just suck. We're too old. You know. Yep. But still enjoying it. Uh, been playing MLB The Show still. Road to the Show with my closer. It's very repetitive. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if the closer role was the right pick. I'm thinking about switching to uh, like a an outfielder maybe. Uh-huh. You know? Play some clo- field. Yeah, it's the, the closer role. It's just the same thing. I come in in the ninth inning with nobody out. Nobody's ever on base. I strike out two out of three guys, and the other guy pops up. Sounds like you got to turn the difficulty up. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. But Jeff told me that it automatically ramps up. Like right now, I'm in the double A. Mm-hmm. When you go up to triple A, it increases the difficulty. And when you go to the majors, it increases it again. You just so, got to work your way up, bro. Well, here's the thing Jeff had like 48 saves. And wow. he couldn't get the call up. <laughs> so do you, you know? think it's like random? Isn't I don't know. Like a, wouldn't that would, be like a record? 48? I, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't understand. It wasn't, it wasn't good enough. You know? Huh. And like, what, te- what team are you guys on? I got drafted by the Astros. I don't know who Jeff got drafted by. I can't okay. remember. But like, Another friend of mine said he was trying to demand a trade and they just, his agent would be like, yeah, yeah. And then it just, nothing would ever happen. Francisco Rodriguez had 62 saves in 2008. Oh man, K-Rod. I remember K-Rod. 62 saves. Like it's a really cool game and it's fun. It's very well put together. I'm just finding it very repetitive, you know, I don't know. That's why you play I, a shortstop. I do enjoy like the upgrading of the pitches and stuff. I just added the twelve to six curve to my repertoire, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really got it to play online matches with Jeff and Showtime because mm-hmm. that it's. I didn't realize how fun like playing a baseball game against another person is, but like the the strategy of pitching against them as the hitter and like. Jeff just can't hit a breaking ball to save his life. And it's so funny. <laughs> um, so, you know, just the strategy you put together, you, you, you start to figure out like, okay, Jeff can't hit the curve. Jeff can't hit the slider. So I'm not going to throw many fastballs. And then you're 
changing speeds with the pitches with change-ups and fastballs and where they're located it's really really fun and it gets pretty strategic that's so, interesting yeah it's it's a good time have you tried playing against randoms online no no i haven't but i know jeff and uh showtime had some pretty good matches because uh he didn't have he didn't have a headset at the time so they were just texting each other in our group chat the entire time uh going back and forth but uh yeah it's 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 good times nice i've been uh i've been wanting to get into a sports game just because you still have will's uh, ps4 right yeah try it it's on there maybe i will i'm running out of time will will gave me a deadline yeah just, just play a game because I need it while he's on his trip, so I can play Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about that golf game that comes out next week. What is it? Golf um, Club Two. Yeah. Oh, what? That's. Wonder if that's gonna be any good. The first one was. I think. I think I bought the first one. On Steam. No. On I PS4. Have a, I have a couple friends that have have it on my my Steam friends list. Because hmm. Dave in Boston was playing it, and I feel like i bought it on sale at some point it might check the library in there it might be there all right how, how much is the new one is it 60 i don't probably know be 40 35 or 40 i think that's what the first one was if it's 40 i'd be happy to split it with you what yeah. about chell Corey? look no i'm over chell yeah, yeah the new nhl is really bad actually 18 no that one will oh. be good mcdavid's on the cover well, i know now they're, they're just starting game. to talk about they're just starting to promote NHL 18. Yes, I read an article about it today. Improved how, engine, Dan? <laughs> no, they talked about how they're going to capture the speed and skill of today's NHL. Oh, in the I'm sure. I'm very sure of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh man! Uh, Beardless in the chat wants to know if anybody has played Torment Tides of Numenera. No. no. We had a. Didn't we have a feedback about? Yeah. I remember yep. somebody mentioning it. It's, he says it's on sale and he's tempted. Yep. It's I think it's like fifty percent off too. It's cheap. Hmm. Maybe not fifty, but maybe thirty-five. I'm gonna look at it. Yeah. It's one of those old school RPGs. Like I'll, uh I'll pil- think I'd pil- like, probably. like Pillars of Eternity. Which is coming to consoles, by the way. I saw that. Uh, someone was supposed to have that as an old bit. I think it was you, Corey, but you what? said it to our you sent it to our messages about Pillars of Eternity coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yep. It went in our I messages for some reason. Well, the reason why that happened was I downloaded um, an add-on for my work computer through Firefox. That's just a Twitter frame to the uh, left of my browser. So Twitter's always on and always running, which is horrible for my productivity, but <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, but for whatever reason, I couldn't... I couldn't I couldn't switch to the Thumbstick Athletes account easily, so I just sent it from my account to direct direct message to Thumbstick Athletes, hoping I would remember to then tweet it, and I didn't. Okay. Uh, Actually, Beerless points out it's actually on sale cheaper on Amazon right now. It's only 17 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's tempting. On Steam, it is... I think it's like 22. Yeah, something like that. Wow, how does Steam feel about that? Like, it's not even the best deal in town fine i think steam's okay yep (laughs) yeah for the first like four hours after the sale started i couldn't connect to the store so 
that. But don't me. you guys don't you guys always kind of feel though if you're buying something on the Steam sale, you're getting the best possible price for it? Yeah. Now, there's there's the occasional game that'll be cheap. Like uh, Green Man Gaming will have a cheaper price on stuff occasionally. Sometimes it's humble humble the humble store. Amazon like they'll very rarely have the best price, but that does happen occasionally. Yeah, their their PC download prices are usually not very good. I just always had that level of trust with Steam that if they're yeah. giving me a sale on something, it's a good sale. A lot of times they'll match too. Like if it'll take a little while, but uh, you know they they may lower the the discount or up the discount, I guess, and lower the price to match what's going on on Amazon. And a lot of times, humble uh, humble store or Green Man Gaming will match Steam prices. So if you prefer to use those storefronts instead of the Steam storefront, just keep an eye out for that too. It's seventeen for PS4, not PC. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's a that's a steal right there. I think that's a well received game. Uh, Eric, you wanted to talk about Rocket League with Savage too. Oh, not not too much uh, really to mention, but uh, had a good time. I signed on to Rocket League and got an invite from Savage, who I haven't played with in a while, and uh, joined up, and he's really good. Um, uh-huh. We we pretty much kicked everybody's ass except for the last team really wiped the floor with us for whatever reason. Um, but he's really fun to play with because he just he just knows where to be, you know, uh-huh. and he attacks the ball, which is great. And it it really like knowing that he's aggressively going to attack the ball allows me to like know what I need to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it, it was fun. Nice. Good times. Okay. Did you um, did you learn anything, Eric? Um, not really. I mean, I know I'm not aggressive enough. I've always known that, but at this point, it's probably not going to change. He had one r- absolutely ridiculous shot that I won't even begin to try. But you're you're too set in your ways, huh, Eric? Well, I couldn't do Rock, it. I just Rocket I can't League. do it. Yeah. Do you think you hit your skill ceiling? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I think. But but don't you think if you dedicated time to like actually practice, you could improve, like do the drills and stuff? Maybe it would take a while though, like a long time. Yeah, and I feel the same way. But like, I just have so much fun playing the games. I don't want to take time to practice. No, no, yeah, that's the thing. Like part part of my love of that game is the the five minute competition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 funny. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, back to that podcast I was talking about with Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. They started talking about video games and how uh, one of the reasons men specifically play is because competition is just kind of like a natural thing that they feel they should be involved in. Uh-huh. And I started thinking about like all the games that I play recently. It's really like the only place I get any competition from, you know? Yeah. And that's what I like about them. Like FIFA and Rocket League and Madden, it's really all yeah, I've been playing. Well, because I mean, growing up, you played you played sports. You know, yeah, that's that's no. where you got your competition from, and and Until you don't I have that just now. A very fat, lazy bastard. Yeah, it's, it was always easier to just watch them on TV. Yeah, you know, but, but yeah, to actually like a... actually participate in in that sort of thing, that's that's what you that's you get that fix from from Rocket exactly. League. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Corey, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, I actually have quite a few games to talk about, which is refreshing. Yeah. Uh, I dedicated some time to playing games, and I beat Until Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll Finally. Put it on the list right now. Finally. What does that make? Two on the year? Uh, I think it's more than that. Two One nub. You're four. Zelda. What other games did I beat? I'm looking it up. I think I just beat Zelda. Damn. Just give me a second. No, you beat Oxenfree, Resident Evil 7, Legend of Zelda, and Mass Effect Andromeda. Wow. You're doing game. better than I thought. Probably doing better than me. Look at you go. Halfway through the year, I got four games. <laughs> Five. Five games. Can't even count. Uh, so, I really like Until Dawn. It ended kind of abruptly for my tastes. Uh, and I didn't... Hmm. I didn't feel the full effect of what I had done. Like, I had no idea what I had done. <laughs> you you know? stretched it out too too far. Probably. Yep, probably. Definitely. But I didn't, I didn't feel the weight of my playthrough, if that makes really? sense. That's I had crazy. definitely stretched it out too far. I actually, Corey, I was for whatever reason, I was thinking a shower the other morning. I thought I really wish Corey would finish until dawn. He's way too long in between playthroughs. He's taking too long with it. Yeah. It's not how it should be played. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, but unfortunately, that's how I played it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not that I didn't like it. I really enjoyed it. I had a we had a I played it with my girlfriend. I did all the gameplay, and she told me what. To, to choose um we had a great time together playing it and i think it's a very well crafted game looked beautiful uh good storytelling all that kind of stuff but i guess i just i didn't i i wouldn't know you I choose your words know. carefully here yeah i guess i i can't i'm not i'm having a hard time coming up with how to phrase it but like what 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 is going on Let's start with that. We could probably spoil it at this point, right? No, no. no. Yes. Dan's gonna play yes. it. Dan's gonna, gonna play it in like three weeks. Oh two my weeks. goodness! And um, then you know what? We can have a spoiler episode about it if you want. Corey, I'll good. say I'll say this. I didn't love the turn it took. Which turn? The more supernatural. Okay. Does it yeah. have to make that turn though? Yeah. I think so. I don't know because you but guys are me, more of the movie. Okay, okay. So you're saying it took that turn, but it never really call. It never really pointed out that it was taking that turn, did it? Like oh, it just no. sort of did. Yeah, I just I don't without know without there I being just... any fanfare around it. I didn't care for that turn. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to talk about with dancing around it it is hard to talk about um well, i, I we mean should, we should do an episode on it a spoiler episode we could do a spoiler episode on or it. A hangover. hangover let's do a hangover hangover but one of my favorite parts of the game was how you're being interviewed by that um that Doctor. actor who i love uh, i can't think of his name who's also in shit what was i just watching that he was in and he was awesome in. oh american gods um he's a really awesome character in that too he plays like a russian an old Russian, but uh, that was my favorite parts were those uh, sessions with him in the beginning, but then those changed into something that I didn't really care for. Well, do you know why they do those sessions? Will mentioned something to me about that, but I never picked up on that. So if they if that's what happened, that's really cool. But I never noticed that that was what, what was happening. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well. It's hard to say. I can't. Yeah. 
we'll we'll give Dan a chance to play it and we can talk more at length about it. But uh, did great you game? Did you screw up in that last scene? Uh, where you have to stand still and hit the light switch and do all that? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. My girlfriend screwed up. I played it exactly the way she wanted me to. Um, but we only ended up like only three people survived. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what I had. I saved everybody. Well, one of the one of the people died because uh, our friend was over and we let him play. Oh. Just very briefly because I didn't want to, and he's like, "I'll do it," and he like failed every button prompt when he was. <laughs> Uh, that one girl, the really annoying one, Amy. Absolutely piss poor from him. Oh, the and one then, who was super mean. Yeah, and then she got well, chewed she, up in the grinder thing. <laughs> well, she kind of deserved it. She's yeah, the she only did. character I tried to kill but couldn't pull it off. Yeah, Sophie had a couple she tried to kill. Do you know, I don't know if you remember this, Corey, where you said, who do you think would be the most interesting person to keep alive? Uh-huh. And I said the one person in the beginning who is just uninvolved the entire game, except in the beginning and the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, I think I can't remember. Well, her name. we should probably shouldn't say it anyway. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's funny. That was I, thought, I thought that character was dead the, ever since the beginning. Oh yeah. And so the, the whole time I'm like, well, I already got somebody killed. I've already <laughs> failed at this game. There she is. Yeah. But anyway, uh, well, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Dan. We'll uh, we'll wait a few weeks and then we'll do do an episode on it or a hangover even might be fun. Yeah. Um, I played so I know I teased it a little bit. I didn't play that much arms to really have a good grip on what arms is, but I did play a couple duels in arms and I played the basketball mode which is where you punch somebody and try to hit them into the basket. Uh And you score points based on that. We did not do any motion control. Um, I went to a coworker's house. It was this big thing. We were supposed to all go out for drinks, but like a bunch of people dropped out. So just me and a couple other people went to his house to play his video games. And one of the games he had was arms. Um, I couldn't tell you what character I picked but you have an option for your left arm. You have three options for your left arm and your right arm that you pick at the start of the match, and each character has different options, and each one is one's faster, one's, some are slower. You know, they do different things. Um, so you, depending, there's a little customization there, uh, and depending on what you pick, you would, I assume would tailor it towards how you want to, you know, play your character. But uh, I just picked random stuff because I didn't know what any of them did, and I wasn't going to take the time to learn. Uh, and then for me, it was pretty much just button mashing. We didn't do the motion control because I was told it was terrible, so we played with the pro controllers. Uh, it's actually kind of fun, though, like surprisingly good, much better than I expected. And I could see it being, if I had a little more time with it, I could see it being like a game that I went back to and actually enjoyed uh, yeah. as much as a, as much shit as I liked to give it. Just I just wonder what it was, but I feel like that would be a good game to have to play with the kids, you know? Yeah. Especially with the motion controls. One, like my, my older son would probably get the hang of it before too long, you know? Yeah. So. And it's actually really strategic because not many of your hits land because you're constantly dodging and you're constantly, you know, using one arm. Each uh, button is controlled by the triggers and 
the button. There's buttons you press, but I only use the triggers. Uh, and you're controlling each arm at a time. So if somebody throws a left hook at you, you counter with the right, and it counters and, and all that kind of stuff. So there's a good layer of strategy to it. Uh, there were a few other modes that I don't even remember. I meant to make a mental note, but I've already forgotten. Uh, but like I said, I just did like the dual mode and then the basketball mode. So not a ton to go on, but my initial reaction is that it's actually pretty fun. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. And then I played, uh, we played a little Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I don't have anything to say other than I've still got it. Because I I whooped those guys. It wasn't even close. And it was kind of nice. We should all play each other because I I can't find any competition around Charlottesville either, Corey. No? Oh, they're terrible around here. (laughs) Terrible. I think my first race, I came in fourth. Well, okay, there's a caveat to the story. But my uh, first race, I came in fourth. And then after that, I just came in first. We did two circuits. Um, And it was nice to play as King Boo because King Boo wasn't in the original release. Right? No, he's a new character. Right, with the deluxe version. But I noticed later on, is there some sort of drive assist or something built into the deluxe? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you have okay. to turn it off. All right. I wonder how much that would have changed things. Yeah, because you can't <laughs> do any shortcuts. Probably quite a bit. Well, I wasn't doing any shortcuts. I was just playing it safe. But I noticed a couple times when I got edge. yeah, when I got close to a wall or something, it would jerk me back on the track. Yep. Yeah, like, the, if you, there's a little antenna on the back of your cart that'll glow when it's using the the drive assist. It's it's mainly for like little kids. It works great for my daughter because she doesn't know how to steer very well. So okay, there's also an acceleration one too. Okay, um, and the original release, you weren't able to hold two items at once, were you? No, just one. Okay, so that's new too. Yeah, it so makes now a little... you get hit with double the BS. <laughs> I did notice that, that a is lot more true. BS going around. So when <laughs> one, you when, one match, when, I got hit with three blue shells. Yeah. Bunk. Yep. But still a great game, mm-hmm. and I represented well. Well done. Um, and then yesterday, I actually sat down and put in a good four hours into Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Which was nice. That game is so good. Uh, I did kind of wish I was playing it on a big screen in 4K, but my little 32-inch 1080p TV did the trick. Uh, I did my first Cauldron, which is the... Eric, how far? How much did you play? Oh, shit. I'm trying to remember the last thing I did. Did you do a Cauldron? Yeah, that's the last thing I did, I think. Really? Where you, you're going cauldron. into... Yeah, you're going into... It's almost like a Mass Effect... Andromeda Vault. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what that does is it's a side reminded thing. Reminded me of Destiny. You do. I, I can't. I can't make that comparison because I don't or, know. But or wait, God, I might be confused here. Did I do that in in Mass Effect and it reminded me of Destiny? I I think I did it in um in Horizon. Um. So the idea of the cauldron, it's a side thing. You don't have to do it, but you. Go in. It's it's basically like a dungeon, for lack of a better word. But it's uh, all the machinery technology you're going through and climbing on conveyor belts and yep. hitting vents to make fog that you can hide in and fighting machines. And uh, it's about as the most sci-fi okay. the game gets, at least in my experience so far. 
But uh, when you beat it, you're given the ability to override more machines. And the override is like the hack. So some machines you can override and they'll fight for you. Um, I watched... I've seen people override a certain sort of machine that you can ride, like a horse, which I thought was cool. Uh, but yeah, doing the cauldrons just gives you the ability to override more machines. I also did the, I think it's called the Proving Ground, which is like a time trial uh, skills competition kind of thing, where the one I did was I had 40 seconds to get the highest rate rating to shoot the canisters off uh, the striders or whatever they are. Um, with a flaming arrow, which is a lot harder to do than I thought it would be. Um, but if you do that, you get rewards. Just I did a bunch of optional stuff just to kind of see what was in the game. And uh, it's so much fun. Like Just the, the amount of, of things you can do to improve your character in meaningful ways rather than just busy work to earn a couple shards. I mean, there is that too, but there's a lot going on. Uh, outside of the main quest to really improve your character. And, and I really appreciate that. All the crafting and everything. It's just a, a really well-thought-out, polished game. And even the storytelling. I, I love finding the old artifacts from the old ones, they call them, um, before humanity took a turn for the worst. And it's cool hearing about, like, some of the lore stuff I found was about how whatever government voted to allow corporations to run for political office. Uh, just like cool little ideas that play out really well in, in a futuristic sci-fi post-apocalyptic kind of thing. So I do really appreciate that. Um, I hope to beat it. I think the how long to beat said 20 hours. I think I have like 10 maybe at this point. And not too i haven't done too much side stuff so i imagine i'm like maybe a quarter of the way through the game um but i think at this point i'm just gonna focus on main story stuff and and get through it now that i sort of did at least one part of the extra stuff here and there Corey, the cauldron uh, you jogged my memory i did do the cauldron it's the last thing i did yeah was the first cauldron yeah that's actually the last thing i did before i quit yesterday so um, and then I even played a little more near. I put a couple more hours of near in and I'm really glad I did because, uh, the tutorial portion, the intro portion of the game is not very telling of what the game actually is. It's, it's much more like a traditional Japanese role-playing game after that initial section, which just sort of seems very actiony. Um, but after that, it sort of opens up and I returned to Earth uh, and found this resistance society that had some side quests in there. And I kind of the game kind of opened up a little bit and I was running around completing these quests, checking boxes, completing objectives and that kind of stuff. But uh, that's that's a really interesting game. And I think I'm going to end up liking it quite a bit if I can get a little more time with it. So. Stay well, I bought, tuned. I bought it on Steam today, so. Oh, you did? Yeah, if, if you don't get a chance to finish it on Will's PS4, mm. you can play, play wish my I could, copy. wish I could port my save over. If you've only put a couple hours into it, just restart. Uh, no, I have. I think I have like five or six hours into it. Oh. But it's kind of weird to say, but one of the best parts of that game, I think, is the localization. 
because I feel like in a lot of Japanese games that are localized for the West, a lot of the nuance gets lost in yeah. translation. And that's why, like, they most of those games just seem really silly or really melodramatic. Uh-huh. But I feel like the localization is really good, and there's a lot of subtleties there, uh, especially in the dialogue of the Android characters. I think is 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 just super well done. So that's it. That's all I have for near. And I think that's all I played. It was a lot okay. this week, but I was happy to to make a return to gaming. Yeah. Okay, I got a couple things real quick. I played a lot more Mario Kart. I think I'm up to about 50 hours played in Mario Kart 8. Um, that's my go-to. Uh, I have a little bit of time. I'll play a few races game. Uh, but I also got back into Mass Effect. I probably put another good six, eight hours into Mass Effect. I uh, got back into the story stuff. Um, that's a that's a sweet game. But I don't have a lot to add. I think I have like 55 hours played into that. Uh, hopefully I'll beat that in the next, next few days. I want to, I want to clear off my schedule before I get Will's, uh, PS4 for, uh, like a week or two. Cause I want to be able to play the, the exclusives, the horizon and until dawn without, without any distractions. So I'm going to hopefully get mass effect done before then. Dan, any other exclusives you're looking to play on there? Or is that it? I don't think so. I think it's everything. Final um, fantasy. No, I don't want to start a 50-hour game. Uncharted? Probably not. What the hell's the matter with you? I don't, I'm only going to have it for like a week. So what? You play 20 hours of video games a night? No, I don't. Yeah, you don't sleep. No, I, we, I told you, me and the wife have been watching Game of Thrones. That's I haven't, uh, haven't played have as much. You have to cut that out for a week. Yeah, well, so I'm going to, but, but, but I'm going to use it to play Horizon. That's Horizon and Until Dawn. No, I don't want to. I, I don't want to play Final Fantasy 15 until it comes out on PC. Anyway, you're you're crazy. It will. Why am I crazy? I don't. I'm not going to have time to be. What? It, how long did it take you? 45 hours. Oh boy. 50. At, le- at least. Yeah, I I won't have time to do that. I don't want to have your PlayStation for a month. Will. Why not? Well, because he wants Corey, to use it. Corey he doesn't. Corey does he, it. He he doesn't have a lot of time in the summer. Dan, he's your brother. Take advantage of him. (laughs) (laughs) He can't get mad at you for long. No, if I was going to play uh, another exclusive, it would probably be Bloodborne. I would want to play more of. That would be the one I would pick over over any of the others. You're missing out on Thumbstick Athlete's 2016 Game of the Year. I'll play it eventually. What's that? Anyway, Final Fantasy 15. Oh. 2016 Game of the Year. Right? That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said 15. Nope. 15 Will. would be strange. Will, what do you got? Uh, Real quick, just to bring this up, that energy thing from yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, 121 grams of sugar. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. God. So that's 121 grams of carbs, which is... I have 29 grams of free carbs left if I drink one of those for a day. So. Yeah, that's why I don't get them that often. It's pretty bad my, for you. It might be a uh, cheat day. Yeah. yeah. You could just make the rest of the day a low-carb day, couldn't you? I'm already at a very low amount of carbs for I mean, the you... am- amount of energy I expense. Oh, that's a good point. Lifting, yeah, I, Lifting I, bra. I compare it to myself, and I expend zero. I, uh, I intake 1,800 calories in a day, and I burn usually 4,000 in the course of a day. So You're sick. I know. 
disgusting. Um, but anyway, I played Dragon Age Inquisition uh, because Corey really wanted me to play it, so decided to give it a go. I put in an hour into it, and so far, I do really enjoy it. Uh, I made a mage character. I don't know if that was a good choice at all, but um, yeah, so I'm just you know blasting some ice spells at people. I like how it started in a snow area. That hooked me right from the beginning. Yeah, after there was an explosion at it. Is temple, that the right? Hinterlands? Yeah. That's Hinterlands? Great. Yeah, that's the first zone. You might not okay. be to the Hinterlands yet, though, Will. So, okay, a really cool moment that I had in the game was right after... Aww. Sophie's <laughs> got to go to bed. Um, a really cool moment was after you destroyed the... F- or killed the first boss and, like, closed the first, like, massive rift or whatever... I liked how when you, like, awoke and you walked out of the house, like, everybody was lined up and, like, clapping for you or whatever and, like, talking about, oh, there he is. Like, I thought that was kind of a cool moment and, like, you kind of work your way through the, the lane the crowd gave you into the the barracks that you, I don't know, I think that's the place that you build up. There's lots of moments like that, Will. I have, a feeling, I have a feeling I'm going to really like it. Yeah, you are. Should have played The Witcher. I, I thought we decided he should he should play uh, Shadow of Mordor first. No, no. That was the third one. Should have played Witcher first. It was, I think, I think we decided on Inquisition, then the Witcher, then Mordor. Well, we yeah, didn't but, decide on Inquisition. I won a coin toss, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. But I think out of all I of them... I wasn't here for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of all of them, you'd like Shadow of Mordor the most. I still think Inquisition. I don't know. Out of those three games? Yep. Wow, you're crazy. Crazy. I, I know, but, Will. What does Eric think I like the most? Uh, oh, is that what we're picking? Which one he'll like the most? Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's a tough one. I think he'll like all three of those games. But, God. Probably Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Witcher, if it had better controls, I would definitely pick Witcher. Yeah. But they, they can be a little frustrating. Yep. Okay, so we have two Shadow of Mordors and an Inquisition. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to playing some Inquisition tonight, even. Nice. Well, can you stream it? <laughs> well, you didn't play your Madden game this week. You, I have, like, you gave me, like, a day and a half to get a chance to play it. before. Oh, yes. he, he, it was, like, a day and a half. No, we've been on this, we've been on this week for days. No, that's yes, not true. Yes, we have. I played no. my game like three or four days ago. Because I simmed my game recently, and then Jeff advanced the week. Yes, absolutely. You're wrong, brother. You're wrong. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Has that wrong, much time right? passed? Yeah, absolutely. God. We're supposed to sim on Wednesdays. He gave you an extra day. Really? Wednesdays and Sundays. That's what you're oh, wrong. Wow. See, I haven't been very good at keeping up in the group message, so he probably said something. And he did. He te- he texted everybody today. <sighs> Told I'm sorry, Jeff. No, I mean it's all right. I'll uh, maybe I'll play that game to my game tonight, so it's you know I have it done, and then I can play in position. There you go. But yeah, no, I'm really liking it. I don't. The one thing I don't love. And I don't know why yet is switching between people in combat. We don't have to. I didn't do much of that. 
Okay, so you, it's not integral to being successful. No, successful. Okay, good. Because like but, I play. I sorry, create... do you have to change change to the play the different people to make them do a health potion? I can't remember. No. Okay. Really? I, I seem to I seem to remember like setting up a priority of what they're supposed to do in the menus. Like if they get below a certain health percentage, then they use a potion. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, twenty percent right. or thirty percent or whatever you want. Yeah, but yeah, I know there wasn't there wasn't as many of those options in Inquisition as there was in Dragon Age One or Two. Even I think you had like four options, whereas in the older Dragon Age games you had like eight different command like rules for them to follow. If I remember correctly, it's also I always try to have a healer on my party. Is there a healer that's in the game? Yeah. I don't remember their names. How many characters? Like, uh, a couple of things. Like, I realized when I was fighting the boss how bad the AI was to using potions. I was constantly running around, bringing them up and, you know, yep. watching them die and rinse and repeat. Um, but, like, how many... Do you, like, build your own party? Like... Like yeah. every it's is it sort of like Mass Effect, so like everybody's in that like barracks area and you just pick who you want to go out with and quest yeah. with? Yep. Okay. Yep. Now does everybody's le- like how does leveling work? Because you're obviously if I find characters that I like more, I'm gonna use them, but like do uh, does everybody else fall behind? I think I they th- all level at the same time. Yeah, I think it, maybe they get like eighty percent of the experience that your main party's getting. Okay. The party that you're using, I should say, but I don't don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. Okay. It's been a while. Gotcha. I got. I mean, yeah, that's it for questions. I'm looking forward to getting really into it. I liked where, like, I think it was when you like first bring back the Inquisition. They send the crows out or the birds, and they fly to the different like kingdoms that are in there. Yeah. See. Dark, dark wings, dark words. You're getting into it, Will. Yeah. All right. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I like the cinema. I mean, it's Bioware. Bioware does a good game, and I'm a huge, you know, Mass Effect fan. So I just wasn't really around during the first two Dragon Age games, really. Yeah. Well, uh, did you not play the first two? I went back to. I started the first one, liked it, only played an hour, and never went back. Yeah. But I can see people saying combat's boring. That was one of my issues with it. I could definitely see why people would say that. Well, I made a, a dwarf uh, warrior or guardian or whatever they're called and just like maxed out his defense. So he and gave him like armor that essentially made him unhittable. But I didn't do a ton of damage. So like some of the boss battles, we get to the point where my entire team would be dead because I yeah. had nothing to revive them with. And it'd just be me and the monster just like whacking at each other, him doing no damage to me and me doing like a tenth of a percentage point, like just forever. But I mean, there's probably much more fun ways to approach combat, but that was just what I did because I'm stupid like that. I'm a a mage, so we're going to see how I hold up out there. It'll probably be a little bit more fun for you, Will. I would think than, than playing a warrior character. I was between that or an archer. It was yeah, kind of I think what I I think even that would be more fun to play cuz I think I had I played a warrior type character too. I think I was a dual wielding warrior though. I was more of a damage warrior than a uh tank like Cory was. 
See, the the warrior class has never appealed to me in any of the games. Like, for yeah. any fantasy game, I kind of always have liked being a mage or a like ranged or even like a, a a stealth assassin with like daggers like that all appeals to me way more than being on the front line and sneaky bow and arrow guy yeah you know what uh changed i used to be the same way but you know what changed my opinion was skyrim how difficult it was to switch between spells yeah yeah and ever since skyrim like i usually default to a warrior of some sort skyrim ruined you yep in lots of ways Another reason why that game's not deserving of the praise we give it. Beardless says the mage is pretty broken. So you have that to look forward to. Sweet. Uh, I... Once you unlock the knight enchanter. Ooh. Wasn't there a thing about like leveling up too high in the hinterlands too? Yeah, don't spend... If you're getting bored, don't spend too much time in the hinterlands. I did that. And then everything for a while was like super, super easy. easy. Now, I'm the type of guy who doesn't... I'd like just ripping through enemies and just destroying them. Then go ahead. Overlevel yeah. in the hinterlands. That's why Diablo is always so much fun for me. So, And yeah. the Warriors games. Yeah, and Dynasty Warriors. Which, Dynasty Warriors 9 looks pretty sweet. Well, what yeah. are the odds of you streaming tonight? Uh, zero. Mm, that's no fun. Well, I can't set it. I don't know. Eric, you tried to stream Madden and it didn't work, right? Or it worked on another thing? Well, it's all through Mixer now, which is some bullshit Microsoft thing on Xbox. If you can still stream through Twitch on Xbox, I couldn't figure out how. You have to do it through Mixer, from what I could tell. I mean, it's on there. It's very easy to do, but it's on Mixer. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we can hardly get viewers on Twitch, let alone. Well, I don't. I think the only viewer about? you're concerned about is Corey at this point. <laughs> so all you'd have to do is send Corey the link, and you're good. Yeah. Maybe this weekend I'll stream when uh, you're you. You'll be more free on the weekend. Um, maybe not. I might not be free at all this weekend. What's with you and weekends? Do you ever take a week a weekend off? What do you mean, like? Sit at home and do nothing? Yeah. No. Well, sometimes. Very rarely. horrible. I don't know, man. When you get to be my age, when you're alone... You should be sitting at home and fucking relaxing. When when you're alone, you let the darkness in? That's not true. Oh, I've... I always... uh, There's darkness is always around me. Uh, No, uh, every now and again, I'll stay home on Saturday. But that's it. I feel like Corey's at a lake house every weekend. I feel like that too, yeah. <laughs> it's because Sophie, like... It's, it's, that, it's Sophie, it's not me. She's a social butterfly. Yeah, she is. She likes to do things when she has time off, so... It's the hipster millennial in you, Corey. <laughs> uh, we prefer to spend money on experiences, not material possessions. I'd, like, get on Snapchat for the weekend, and I see Corey's in Cape Cod. Yeah. And then... He's everywhere. He's at a fucking different lake house every weekend. And it's just like, oh, he's in Prince Edward Island now. Or he's out rowing boats and fucking... <laughs> Drinking craft brew. <laughs> and he's out in Scandinavia on, like, a Viking ship. I've never been so pegged in my life. <laughs> Feeling very vulnerable right now. Yeah, you should be. Your secret's out on via your girlfriend's Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, that's the only reason why I know what you're doing ever. It's not because of what I post. No, you may no. you you'll post like a story of you being stupid, and then that's sitting it. on the sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> I saw you doing the white man's overbite at some concert last week. Oh, that was the Shins. That yeah. was a pretty good concert. I oh, see so you now, and you go to concerts. Look, look at your luxurious you're only, life. You're only young once. Really, it's not is. that like luxurious. It's very Pretty luxurious. Simple, very. I'm simple 22, things. and I look forward to days that don't work, so I don't have to do anything. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're 30, and you're like, oh, I should have done some things. No, eh. you never, you never regret that time. No regrets. Yeah. Everyone's different. Will don't listen to these two curmudgeons. <laughs> I definitely lean towards the side you're on with things. It's just getting other people to do it with me is the, always the most difficult part. Well, it yeah. sounds like you got a guy right here. Corey, you want to go to Quebec? Nah. Good. You guys ever been to Charlottesville? We do have to make that trip happen. I got... I'll have... I'll probably have to be next year at this point. All right. Corey, what can I get you to go to the gym with me in Edmonton? Anything? I just... If I'm not in shape, then I'm just going to be sore. And it's like, what's the point? What's one day at the gym? What's the purpose of starting my my new gym venture? So you can spot your brother. While I'm on vacation. I want to try to go most of the days I'm there. Because there so, is a sweet gym that's like five minutes from Allison's place. Okay, what makes a gym sweet? It has two Smoothies. ice rinks, a basketball court, a pool. I'm sorry. An ice rink? Two, two ice rinks. For skating? Yeah. No, you food, stare at them. Food court, playground, cardio area, uh, normal weight room area. Do they have, like, experiences there, like rock climbing? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure they have rock climbing. I'll do that. (laughs) The wall. Are there any lake houses at this gym? Uh, Right behind it, actually. The only lake in Edmonton. Okay. And it's only... What do they have on tap? Probably local craft beers. Local Probably craft beers. I don't know. The best no, part can, about can, that Canadi- gym... Canadians don't drink Molson or Labatt. It's true. Don't they drink uh, Bud, Bud Light or Bud, uh, Budweiser? Oh. What the fuck they drink? What's wrong with them? The I best part I can't about wait that... to have a beer and, and look at Will and be like, see, I told you their beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go over real well. Then you'll yeah. need those muscles, Will. <laughs> My my favorite part about that gym though is it's forty dollars a month, which is only five dollars more expensive than I what I pay at my gym for. Without an ice rink. Or without any of stuff. any of that stuff, yeah. Oh. So. It's crazy. Yeah. But you got to live in the tundra of Edmonton. I do really like that area that they're located in. I'm curious. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. We'll be climbing mountains. There's your experience, Corey. Mountain climbing. Yeah. We'll have to gram it. Oh, plenty of gramming going on. Oh, I've been yeah. meaning to uh, discuss with you guys how, how much we have to work on our social media brands. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> no. Corey, get on that, would you? You want to take control of all of our social media? <laughs> well, it starts with you guys logging in every now and again. <laughs> How I'm dare you? Can you Snapchat share with me the username and password? <laughs> I log in three times a week to post my my 
my nibble bits like two minutes, two minutes, three times a week. Why don't you just have it connected to your device so you can just share? Because I don't want Twitter on my phone. You're like mom who doesn't want her emails on her phone. You know, what are you, 65? (laughs) (laughs) No, I have no... No, I, I don't like having social media clogging the clogging the resources on, on my phone. Well, if it's not open, it doesn't clog resources, does it? Sometimes. The megabytes of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because especially like social media, because it's always like, quote unquote, active. Facebook's in, really in bad background. with that. Yeah. No, I know. I love it clogging up my phone. Yeah, I don't like Absolutely I like love it. I like to have everything be like as snappy as possible. And social media doesn't lend itself well to that. Corey, you give me a hard time about my social media presence. I am active on Instagram and Snapchat. Twitter ah, Twitter gives the word. Twitter oh, is, is I just don't snap you guys. Oh, that's nice. Why don't you put a story up? You don't well that's I don't like why don't that. you why don't you snap me? I I'm not the you. one claiming to be active. I'm pretty sure I snapped you guys last podcast and I didn't get a single answer. I don't I don't snap ever or do anything back. I'm just interested in what you got going on. Well, I don't even I know, know what that. you guys are talking about. You're not Maybe. interested in what I got going on. Sure I am. Nothing. <laughs> I have a 71-day streak going with somebody. Oh my God. Active, man. I have a 71, a 42, a 25, and a 7. Is this... Oh, my God. You're measuring. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Fake well, it, points. It tells you when you have a three-day streak going. It tells you... I know. The little fire. What do the emoji faces mean next to people you talk to? Uh, they're all confusing. I don't know what any of them is. I have to Social look them up. Media minute with Will. Well, one of them is you Snapchat somebody who's somebody else's best friend. That's what one of them is. <laughs> and then like the smiley, the red cheeky face um, is the your the one you send your nudes to. So, <laughs> so it has achievements, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually wow. got one the other day for sending. I don't know, like 25 video snaps. It's gamifying Snapchat, Dan. Snapchat's you're right. fun. You're right. You're right. I am too old for this shit. No idea what you guys are talking about. I don't know. I uh, I work with people who are your age that love snapping videos of their children. No nudes. I'm with you, Dan. No, 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 no nudes. I also, I'm, I'm kind of anti-posting your children on social media too. I don't love Snapchat. I like Instagram. Uh-huh. Instagram's great. I rarely will post on Instagram, but I do like having it to look at. Actually, like, it's time for my half-year picture. I feel like Snapchat is the most honest, though. What do you mean? Of all the social medias. It's How is it honest? It disappears. It doesn't have any... That's why. Any, that's it <laughs> People are more willing to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Like, Ooh. I look like a trash bag right now, but I don't care because this is going to disappear. Oh. You also don't see politics on easy. it. You never see politics on there. Only from what the stupid Explore page tells you. Yeah, which I never pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess I guess I never see politics on Instagram really from the people I follow. No. That's a good point. Oh, every now and again I see somebody who 
puts a bunch of text into a picture, and I'm like, what are you doing? This is not what this is for. Unfollow. Yeah. I feel like I've seen your girlfriend do that, Corey, and then it get deleted. I'm guessing that's you. I yell at her. (laughs) Do you rate her Instagrams? I keep her honest. No, but I had this million-dollar idea the other day, and I kind of don't want to say it out loud. What if Facebook gave its users the possibility to rank people's comments on their posts? Million-dollar idea. What do you mean? Like I post a picture of I post a picture of my biceps or something. Okay. Regardless of how they look, and everybody comments, people say different things. I can then choose their visibility, similar to Reddit with upvotes. But as the original poster, I determine whose comments sit where in the. Oh, as the poster, I was going to say, isn't that just the like button? But I guess if you if you're the one doing it, I think it's a million dollar idea. That'll help with people's self-esteem. I don't, I don't think so, Corey. This isn't your best idea. Why don't you like it? Uh, it's just not resonating with me. Mm. I think your social media idea, Corey, was brilliant. The one like from a month ago. Oh, yeah. Where you add people on there that you met, but you'll never see again. Yep. Hey, can I add you on adieu? <laughs> <laughs> adieu. Adieu. <laughs> yeah yeah of course you can add me and it'd be really funny because like i could add like eric on there and then he'll be like what what's the deal (laughs) is our friendship over (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't participate in it do you i barely care what people i know have to say (laughs) i certainly don't care what those people have to say that's what binky's for i should download this oh you were were here for binky will oh yeah Okay. Corey, this the skim you have to pay for after three months. Uh, I yeah, I just realized that too in the app. I, I deleted been, it immediately. So did I. <laughs> after I just plugged it, but the, the uh the newsletter, the morning email, is worth it, and that's free. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, what? I'm let me let me refer you. I can refer you. Yeah, do that. I'll do that. All right. Oh boy, we got off the rails there. Yes, we did. Uh, should we bring it back around to feedback? Yeah, I think so. It's 11. Okay. All right, so the first one is from Eric, who says, Hey, guys, thanks for the hours of E3 fun last week. First question is for everyone. It's probably one that's already been answered. What's everyone's most played game on Steam? I've got well over 1,000 hours in Crusader Kings 2. Whew. Second question is for Will, and it probably belongs on the Pond Hockey podcast, but I can't find an archaic box to send a question into that one. <laughs> Who's the biggest <laughs> pussy-ass bitch in the NHL, and why is it Sidney Crosby? Thanks, guys. Eric, but not that Eric. All right. What's everyone's most played game on Steam? Terraria. Rocket League. How many hours? I think I have like 220-something. Yeah, mine's not accurate because I left it on one day. Um, But it's over 200. Okay. Terraria at 115. Uh Uh, My top one is also Crusader Kings 2. I think it's like 202 or 205 hours. Uh, with my second one being The Witcher 3 at 177, I think. Is there an easy way to look at this? Yeah. yeah, yeah it tells you right on the game page. But Can I like list the games in order of hours yes. played? Yes, you can. Wow. What a time to be alive, Corey. What a time to be playing games. It's the best I'd, time. I'd bring it up now, but I'm, it would screw up Skype, so I'm not going to worry about it for right now. Um. Biggest pussy-ass bitch in the NHL. 
And why is it Sidney Crosby? I don't. I don't think it's Sidney Crosby. No, I. But five, like, five years ago, I would have said yes. Yeah. The the whining aspect of Crosby has been gone for like five years, but it's like the thing everybody holds on to. Mm. Yeah. The cheap shots are still there. Yeah, but I, it's hockey. I, I mean, that. it's hockey. Everybody's cheap shotting each other. Yeah, he did spear uh, Ryan O'Reilly right in the ball. I was right going to say that's, that's a pretty, I mean, that's pretty bad. He also kind of has to. Yeah. Why? Nobody, nobody's defending him out you there. Have Does he have balls? Yeah, he doesn't no, have. No, a man does not have to hit another man in the ball. The he amount doesn't... of times that that happens in games, and like, of course, it's Crosby, so everybody calls him out. Yeah. But was, is it that blatant though in games? All oh the time? yeah, I feel Mar- like you see it. Marchand has done it three, four times. Okay, Marchand is also a douchebag. Like, there's two. Who else? I who think else is doing this. Ryan Kessler. Ryan Kessler. <laughs> douchebag. Bill Kessel. Douchebag. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, these these are guys we would all. I'm pretty gladly. sure we can go to. I mean, Corey Perry. We can go through every player and be like, oh, he's a d bag. Like, it's just, it. You're grown men hitting each other on the ice. Of course, tempers are gonna flare. Yeah, it happens. Mm. I, I doesn't need to happen quite that obvious. So okay, we're gonna cherry pick the one incident. How where is it cherry picking when it's like blatantly obvious? So we pick that one incident behind, that he does that, and then call him. Okay, that makes no sense. That should How? be an that should be an automatic suspension. Absolutely, slashing someone in the in the groin, especially or a spear, whatever Jake it was. Dodgson did it three times too. I know it should all it should but, be. A oh, but no, 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 no. We won't say anything about Dodgson because it's not Sidney Crosby. Well, I didn't see it. It was. Well, you don't pay attention to hockey cl- that right. close. So I'm going. I'm only going to see Crosby. That's not my fault. I mean, this isn't going to be an argument. I'm going to win because I can say you're not paying attention to the sport, and you're going to. The only reason why that's say, getting, yeah, you're absolutely the right. only reason why it's getting publicized <laughs> is because it's Sidney Crosby. Yeah. No, I know, but don't you think he should have been suspended for that? I I'm specifically the I'm Ryan not, O'Reilly one. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in trouble for it. Absolutely. I don't think it's cool, but it happens. They're grown men. They're playing a physical sport, the most one of the more competitive sports. Like it just it, it is what it is. A grown man shouldn't be hitting another grown man in the balls with a stick. This is the same sport where people are allowed to fight. Yeah, that's yeah, what they fight. should be doing. It's fist fighting. If you got Which a problem, he, 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 done does that. he does that times, too. too. Yeah. Does that too. Good. But if you if he's hitting somebody from behind in the balls, come on. It's a cheap shot. It sends a message. Oh my god. He doesn't have the, the enfor- you're he, a doesn't, bitch. he doesn't have the enforcers that players five, ten years ago had. Exactly. It's the same thing when Malkin defends okay, himself. Okay, so I Everybody... guess he should just hit people in the balls. Because he doesn't have I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying the, he should, but the amount of abuse that Crosby takes on the ice is insane. So of course he's gonna he's do it every player. now and again. What do you? I mean, what do you expect? What do you ex- so you want I don't him just expect him to hit somebody in the balls? So you expect him? You expect him to take the abuse and just take it, and then that's no. it. No, no, but you, it, like a, you, you fight somebody. Who's fought people before? Okay, but he shouldn't then hit somebody in the balls from behind. I'd even be okay with like a cross check. That would be fine. Yeah, but when you're absolutely. spearing someone in the in the balls, that's not. That's never okay. Okay, the one time he does it. Uh, he's done that a few times. That's out of my realm of knowledge. What, and again, when? I don't when? pay I don't pay enough attention, but yes. The only reason why it's because everybody A hates Sidney Crosby because he's one of the best players in the world and's been dominant. 
But, you know, nobody decides to point out when Ovechkin slashed him in the head and then Niskanen cross-checked him in the head and almost ended his career recently. Oh, but let's cherry-pick the one time you spear somebody in the balls. So the nobody Nis- give me, like, give Niskanen? me a break. No, the Niskanen... Not me, as somebody who doesn't follow hockey, I heard about Niskanen, too. So to say that that wasn't pointed out is false. But it wasn't made... That wasn't, like, the focus on it. Like, everybody was like, oh, Niskanen took a... Cross-checked him in the head. And then that was it. That's what it, it died there. No, I, I, for me to hear about it, I feel like it would have to be more than that. Yeah, because I don't, one I don't of the best sense. players in the world might have had to have retired because he got another concussion where he's had four or five at this point from all the cheap shots that he's taken. Well, at least it wasn't in his balls. Yeah, it that... I mean, you oh, could make... Oh, okay, you get could, it. Let me, let me finish. You, you could make the argument that that was all... Just you know, part of the play that was going on. When you take your stick and ram it in someone's groin, that's a that's a so okay. So part of the thing. So cross-checking somebody in the face and slashing them in the face is oh, okay. It's part of the play. Slashing someone on the face, no. But when when Crosby was tumbling into Niskanen and Niskanen because, put out a stick, I'm not saying that Crosby spearing somebody in the balls is okay. It's not no, no. okay. But I also think it's insane that we're Colin Crosby, yeah, all and that, stuff, and that's the like, argument it, for me too. Like, who's the biggest pussy ass bitch, quote unquote, it's, it's, player in the NHL? I, I believe that Crosby's nut shots does not put him no brand him that. No, it's, it's not Corey enough. Perry, and I'm with you, opinion. Will. I got your back on this one. I, I it's not I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's I don't just, know. Why, why don't are we all arguing? It. Well, I mean, I feel like I should stick up for. Crosby hitting people in the balls being accepted by Will. It's not accepted. I'm Absolutely. just saying there's more You're to all it. For it. Oh my god. He doesn't have an enforcer. Go ahead and hit anybody in the balls. You're all see, for it. See, now here you're taking me defending him and then just putting it all the way to fit your argument. I'm just trolling you, Will. I know, but straw still, man. Straw it, man, you will. Exactly. Hit him with the straw man. Yeah. I just, it's not Crosby. I don't, I don't know. have an opinion. I don't watch enough hockey to have an opinion on this. It's Corey Perry. It's definitely probably Corey Perry. I'm going Cause, Crosby. Because Corey Perry doesn't fight, first of all, at all. He He's surprisingly soft for how tough people say he is. When he gets hit, he goes down like a sack of potatoes every time. Because at least soft. players, like, I mean, another pe- person somebody would say would Malkin, but he always fights. He's probably the most likely on the Penguins to fight people. I'm not a fan of Kunitz either. No, nah, I don't like Kunitz. Kunitz is the worst. What's wrong with Kunitz? He's just a puke face. He's the player. Somebody in the balls from behind. He's, he's, he's the player. He's, his his score his his scoring is way better than his skill. Because he plays with Crosby. Yeah, he, yeah right. I was gonna say because he plays with Crosby or Malkin. Crosby made his career. So you don't like him because of that? Yeah. No, he's he kind of is Brad Marchand light. Yeah, I was but he just doesn't say have, that. He doesn't have the skill yeah. that Marchand has. Yep, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Man. Plus, I mean, he going against the Rangers is always makes me mad when you see somebody like that. It's the same reason why everybody hates Marchand. That's in the Atlantic Division. Except, like you said, Marchand does have skill. He's he's a good hockey player. He just yeah. He does dumb stuff. Hope you wanted a spirited argument on Crosby. Good question. Who, where'd that question come from? That's from Eric. Terrible question. Thanks, Eric. He likes the lightning. 
Who's the the biggest uh, PAB on the Lightning? Victor Hedman. Oh yeah, Dodgin. Yeah, he's the one who need uh, Matthews towards yeah. the end of the season, and then I forgot what play. I think it might have been Kapanen that he speared and speared Kapanen in the balls. Yeah, in the, that's in the right. AHL and that happened to him right after, right? Yeah. <laughs> so no, there's what actually these guys hitting each other in the balls. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a fuck? mean. It's like a mean. Like it's like a mean thing you can do to get under somebody's skin. Drysidle did it too to a Sharks player. Yeah, I mean the worst thing that I ever saw was Nyquist uh, almost ruining Spurgeon's career with the eye uh, spear to the eye. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that. And Nyquist is like the calmest player ever. I don't know where that came from. Probably because the wings are a joke. Anyways, uh, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, what's uh? <sighs> Never mind. Okay. Never mind. I was trying to think the, of the Canadian that really annoyed me in the playoff series, but Radulov. Well, yeah, but he's not a PAB. Yeah. Shaw. Not really a PAB. I I I would kind of put Gallagher maybe, but he's definitely too, he's too effective. Yeah, he's too effective. <laughs> yeah. I don't he's know. Very, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, I don't know who it was on Montreal. I used to be... Oh, who was it? It used to be Subban for me. Who is it on the Sabres? Patrick Coletta. If, mm. He's not around, Dan. No, I know. I want to say Evander Kane, but he scores 25, 30 goals and will fight people, so... I don't know. They're just too classy. I don't think the Sabres have anybody who's too over the top with that stuff. Yeah. Number one. Robin Lehner. Corey Perry. Six Probably biggest Lehner. pests in the NHL today. Oh, yeah. Good call, Dan. Yeah. I've seen enough of it. Two playoff series and... You know, they play each other, what, I think it's three times a season. Yeah. They call them the Clown Prince of Hockey Darkness. <laughs> I like that title. And he's not as effective anymore either. No, he sucks. The only reason he plays okay is because he plays with, like, Getzloff. And even then, he still only scored, what, 20 goals or something like that? This yeah, year? and he he had some big like overtime goals in the playoffs, but he did it, he was mostly ineffective. Well, those are the ones that kind of bounced off of him and went yeah. in, if yeah. I remember correctly. Okay, moving on. So this is from Alex, who says, "Hey guys, I was wondering about the pricing for the Switch versus the Xbox One X. To fully enjoy the Switch, what all do I have to do? What all do I have to purchase, and what would that final price be?" Is it close to 500? Do you think Black Friday will have a big price drop for both consoles? I'm listening to another podcast called Retronauts, which was featured on Giant Bombcast, and one of the episodes is about the origin music, uh, origin of music. I think you guys would enjoy it. Uh, have a great one, Alex. So Nintendo Switch, what does he need? I would say oh, a rooftop. For for me, I think the Pro Controller is it's not necessary but i think to get the full enjoyment out of it mm-hmm. um i think that's probably it i mean at some point you'd need to upgrade your storage 
Yeah, if you plan on going all digital with your games, uh, you would definitely need to upgrade your storage. Um, but yeah, well, like I think I think you could just get away with at least for right now just the console. Um, I haven't gotten a pro controller. I would like to get one at some point, but you know it's certainly playable without it. The the Joy Cons with the comfort grip in it is is an okay controller. Um, I think. Uh, towards the end of the of of my playing uh uh breath of the wild when i wasn't the the few times that i played it on the tv i actually started going Corey's route and playing with the individual joy cons in my left and right hands that ends up being pretty comfortable once you get the hang of it oh yeah <laughs> so i mean I, you could start off with just just the console and, and a couple games and, and be okay until you wanted to splurge on the on the uh pro controller because I've heard nothing but great if, things about it. If you're willing to entertain the Xbox One X, I say you go with the Switch and throw the Pro Controller throw. in there. So you're looking at yep. about what, 380? Yeah, the Pro, contr- Pro, Pro, Pro Controllers are 70. So I don't know what taxes are where you are, but yeah, you're probably looking at high 300s, maybe 400. 450 bucks. with a game? Yeah. Yep. That's what I'd do. Yep. Get, the ten, get a $10 um, screen. Protector as well. Protector, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna. I have to get a travel case for my Switch too. Yeah. Something to you know keep it in, keep it soft. Um, and then Retronauts. Anyone familiar with Retronauts? No. I've heard. I've heard the name kicked around, but I never, never gave it a listen. Okay. So we'll have to keep that on the. Uh, in our brains the next is from miguel who says hey what's up gentlemen i hope all is well hey Corey, i sound i sound like work it sounds like work is grabbing you by the balls hopefully you'll find some downtime to get back to gaming i myself have put other priorities over gaming it's been brutal three months mainly because of school uh time to time i'll start up rocket league or destiny i took Corey's approach when playing rocket league after two losses i just take a knee i feel the strategy helps my ranking I truly love the convenience of playing quick 10 to 15 minute games. Uh, anyways, let's get to the TSA trivia game. One thing I want to yeah. mention, I last checked iTunes for the oldest episodes and found they are slowly removed more episodes from the archives. I remember episode 20 was the oldest one a few months back, but now it's in the 30s. Is that an iTunes thing? Yes, I think so. I don't know if it's iTunes or Libsyn. Because as far as I know, you should be able to download all the episodes off of Libsyn. Um, they're all that, there. That's a good point, but maybe they only push, maybe they only, uh, host a certain amount for other platforms. Let me see. What's, does anybody have, uh, their phone handy? Like what's Google I've play doing one. and what's Stitcher I'm, doing? I'm looking right now. I can look at Stitcher and just see where those cut off. Google's all the way down to one episode. Okay. One. So it's iTunes then. Uh, 176 on Stitcher. Oh, so really? they only keep the most recent, what, 130, 120? Wait, Interesting. Hold on, this is not loading. You know what that means? We take the Dan Carlin approach and put them onto a cassette and sell- tape and sell it. I was just going to say that. <laughs> cassette tape? Yeah. Well, people like cassettes more than CDs nowadays, right? I don't know. Can we get I it listen, on vinyl? We I can listen definitely to get it on vinyl. We pay a lot more. <laughs> but Yeah. 
I I stream everything anymore. We'd have to remaster them. Maybe we send them off to uh, our E3 correspondent and have him remaster all the like the first twenty episodes, and then I forgot. Did our E3 correspondent attend E3 this year? I, you know what? I'm not sure. I even asked. Yeah, find out. And I'd love to get a. They just get bought a, a house, and his oh. birthday is this Saturday. So oh, nice. Be a good opportunity for me to text them. Congrats on the house. Happy birthday. Did you go to E3? There are yeah. three questions. And if you went, send us send us your thoughts now. Stat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll look into this. As far as I, I mean, is, Will, did Stitcher go back further than 176? No, it's up to 176. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that they probably limit the amount of episodes, too, then. Yeah, you can. I think you can see our RSS feed in yeah, you, iTunes, so then you, just follow that to Libsyn. Yeah, and you can straight download them, or I think you can even stream them from there. Yep, you can. So and also, they are still there. If you go to our website, which is thumbstickathletes.com, I believe that player could scroll all the way down. Will scroll all the way down to episode one. I don't know okay. that for a fact, but I assume I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah, right on the homepage. Okay, because I, I don't think he got to listen to the first twenty because when he started listening, they were already gone. If I remember correctly. Why would iTunes do that? I, I don't know. Maybe you, you probably have to pay. You have to be a <laughs> premium hoster. You missed the wealth of entertainment. Yep. Yeah. That was okay. our best work. Yeah. One through 20. Yeah. Definitely my best work. That was, <laughs> we were raw before we were jaded. We are fairly <laughs> jaded now. Uh, once again, I'll provide you with hints uh, of what was discussed on this mystery episode, you guys try to narrow it down to either guess the timeline, the day, month, or year, uh, name of the title of the episode or the episode number. Oof. The answers will be listed below this email. Here we go. Hints. Uh, first hint. There were five hosts in this episode. Uh, second hint. Corey's girlfriend was visiting Australia at the time. Corey, I would like apologies in advance. If you and your lady, uh, to you and your lady, if this was an ex-girlfriend, that I just brought up. <laughs> I don't want to sound like <laughs> sportcaster Joe Buck referring to his last weekend hookup. <laughs> he, he put a link to that. I wonder, I don't, I'm not familiar with what that is, but I'm neither am it. I, but I bet you it's amazing. <laughs> I watch that. Uh, about four to five breaks were needed to get through this episode. Uh, Eric breaks the news about Buffalo Bill signing Mario Williams. Uh, there's intern and then down Patrick. Down, Patrick. This wasn't our Final Fantasy VI episode, was it? No, that well, was I'm thinking four, four or five breaks. Did we have a guest for the Star Wars Galaxy one? It, was it the one that we did a marathon with Chris? That was be. the Star Wars Galaxies one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's that if, one. If we took four to five breaks, it's probably that one because we were drinking during it too, and I'm sure we had to pee a bunch. I don't, I don't know what Down Patrick means, but it's I, that that's got to be that one. Dave in Boston requested a long episode, I believe. Yeah. Four to five breaks. What's leading us to think that, other than the fact that there were five hosts? Uh, the four to five breaks. We used to drink a lot. That was a four. That was a what, five hour episode. Yeah, I think it was like five hours and ten minutes or something like that. That's, I'm, I'm going with that one. Was that about when the the Bills would assign Mario Williams? Let's look. No, Sophie. that's cheating. Oh, okay. I don't know what time of year we did that that podcast. 
Sophie was in Australia. It would have been over the summer. It would have been in the summer. Yeah, that would be free agency time. Between her fresh or junior and senior year. So how many uh, years ago was that? I think she graduated two thousand. She's twenty six now. So she graduated five four years ago. So two thousand. I want to say two thousand twelve. She graduated. So or no, two thousand thirteen. So it would have been summer of two thousand twelve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is that too far? That's, no, that that's probably about lines up. So, so the that's way, at least fifty some episodes in. I would go with the Star Wars Galaxy. Uh... That would have put us. That would have put us about uh, in the summer, uh, in 2012, because we started in 2011. Yeah, in July. One one thing I want to point out for that though, I do remember getting to miss school the next day because we recorded until like two and then got Skylark. Oh, that's good for right. us. So I, it could have been like I'm around. Still going for that one. It could have been around like when, like towards right before the summer started for me. Yeah. Because NFL free agents have been signing for like a month now. Yeah, it's got to be. I'll be shocked if it's not that one. Okay, so would we say? Would we say like June? May. May would be my guess. Late May. Okay. I'd say May. All right, so we're going with Star Wars Galaxies episode. We're just not quite sure when that one when it was. Well, he said he gave us a lot of criteria. I believe one of them was the Star the Wars name. The title. Yeah. Was it Star Wars Galaxies? Like remembered? It was farewell Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. That's yeah, it's when they were closing it down. Yep. That's the one. Okay. Let's What's the down. answer? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> episode St. Patrick's Day 2012. See, I I thought because yeah, the pee breaks. That's funny though. At least we got the year right. Uh Oh, was that number... when Dan was absolutely smashed. Oh my god, I could ba- I could barely finish Sma- the episode. Was that when we were at Tim's? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the fifth host? Tyler. Question. Yeah, Who? it must have been Tyler. Tyler. Tyler drove us around. Yeah. After after we got done, we went to Tim's. T- Tyler drove us over there, and then he drove us all home. I didn't even I didn't have my license then. Yeah, we had a sausage cookout. Yeah, yeah, and drank profusely. It, was that when we we did like yeah? It was the title was St. Patty's Day, right? And we talked about yep. drink, drinking video game stuff. That was a fun episode. I think so. Yeah, uh, or debauchery in games. Was that? Mm. I don't know. So it was St. Patty's Day 2012. The episode number uh, was between 34 and 35, March 17th, 2012. In this episode, the former intern Tyler drawn the athletes in a very drunk episode. Aside from Sir William, the rest of you guys were pretty hammered. The (laughs) episode started with a nice loud burp. (laughs) I'll go back and listen to that. Even though Will joined this episode, he was basically silent through the whole episode. <laughs> I remember being so appalled. incredibly bored. He was appalled. I'm pretty sure I heard more burps than words from Will. <laughs> uh, uh, but being so the sober one, I can understand why. The first break request <laughs> happened probably three minutes into <laughs> the episode. <laughs> oh, oh, who, I wonder who it was. Was it Dan? <laughs> probably. 
Oh, man. Three to four breaks after that, the episode was about one hour long. Either you guys have a larger prostate, or you can check out. Or you're all, we're pounding it away. In the episode, you guys pretty much winging it with topics like alcohol and video games blended together. Corey read this article from Andrew Cromick of the top 10 drinking video games. Uh, At first... You guys were on board until the number one uh, ranked drinking drinking game was mentioned. At this point, guys started to bash on the guy, the writer, <laughs> questioning if this nerd even drinks. <laughs> to the point where Eric demanded to bring up his background just to find out if he was Canadian. <laughs> he was or Canadian? You, oh, Canadian, or you assumed he was. <laughs> Which at this point, this opened up a can full of Canadian bashing. <laughs> Are you guys not fond of Canadians? I have to admit it was funny calling the dude an idiot or lying like he lives in America's hat and he's some kind of genius. Do they even have school in Canada? <laughs> oh boy. What was the number one pick? Sounds like we nailed it. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, now I know why former intern Tyler's no longer part of the Clumsy Athlete episode. <laughs> the dude was getting his balls uh, b- broken <laughs> all through the episode. Even Dan uh, would chime in giving Tyler shit. Uh, here's one part. At one point, Tyler get up, gets up to grab a drink. And Dan says, what are you doing, Tyler? In which <laughs> Tyler responds, I'm grabbing a beer. In which Eric comes with his verbal left jab statement filing. You, you ain't even having beer. Don't try to act all cool <laughs> when you're having a woodchuck cider. <laughs> Was that pre-Wanda Sykes? That probably absolutely a lot of belittling, belittling going on. In the in the end, you guys wrap it up with your infamous Star Wars Mad Libs game. Oh, Here's a small yeah. part of what was said: the world according to Yoda Part Two, <laughs> fart or fart not, there is no work. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi nutsack flows through the force, <laughs> but be aware, anger, fear, and aggression. The high faulting side there. Once you start down the dark weenies forever, it will dominate your dildo. <laughs> this may not be funny now, but it was funny listening to me listening. Funny listening for the first time. I'm sure down the road you guys will have time to listen to these. Enjoy them as much as I do. I hope you all enjoyed. That's all from me, gentlemen. Avenger out. P.S. I know I mentioned in the past if it happened, if I happen to win the game giveaway, to please pass it on to the next person. But if by chance the game known as Inside becomes available, I would love it. Uh, I tried. I would love. I tried this game. Uh, so then uh, he posts the article: top ten drinking oh, video games, so we can yes. see what number one was. Great. I'm currently downloading that episode to listen to tomorrow <laughs> on my day off. That was. Maybe I'll get drunk was, while I do it. Great. I forgot all about that stuff. Yeah. The Star Wars Mad Libs. We did that like every episode, didn't we? For a while, yeah. So the number one uh, game was Smash Brothers Brawl. What? I don't know what problem we would have had with that. He probably said something like, "Every time you knock someone off, you have to. They have to drink." Okay. Challenge. Something. The game is highly entertaining, and for every time a player gets blown off the map into oblivion, <laughs> each player has to throw back a shot or at least a set. What an to idiot! To put a play, this will happen. Yeah, we nailed it. Oh man, we were right then. Do they even have video games in Canada? (laughs) No, no schools, no video games. 
I could see uh, Tyler having a woodchuck cider alongside that guy. Yeah. <laughs> pair yeah, of woodchucks, the two of them. Uh, we don't we don't dislike Canadians. We just like poking fun at our northern brothers and sisters. Yeah. We have family. We really yeah. like Canadians. Yeah. yeah. And we're we're French Canadian as well. So yeah. yeah. On our dad's side. I I will not own up to being any part Canadian. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric doesn't have the Frenchy blood. No. Oh, that was good stuff. That was great. Oh my god. Every time he does one of these, I feel like we just die laughing. Yeah. We used to be so much funnier. <laughs> that is no joke. <laughs> That's definitely true. <laughs> we gotta start drinking more. Totally agree. The only yeah, it doesn't only work life. when only one of us drinks. Yeah, like we me. all gotta Because then I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> Okay, uh, game giveaway. Uh, where did we we Wait. had Eric, Alex, Miguel, or Alex Miguel. was two. Miguel doesn't doesn't want to take part unless inside is chosen. Oh, that's true. So here's how we'll do it: if he wins, we'll do it again. But if that person gets inside, it goes to Miguel. Okay, that's how's fair. that sound? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so rain. Uh, speaking of which, Ryan never picked his game from last week. Didn't he Ryan, get really bad choices? Yeah, he kind of did. Hexcells complete pack, Europa Universalist three complete, Octodad deadliest catch, Magical Battle Festa, and Morph Blade. So we'll Eric's. go one through three, and the winner is number one, which is Eric. Eric, yep. Congrats to Eric. Your first game. Is one sixty nine oil rush? Yeah, I think that's a mobile game, isn't it? <laughs> no, it might be on mobile now. It's a strategy game, I think. Oh, okay, the next one is one seventy one, which is English country tune. This is a game I couldn't tell you anything about, but I know I've had interest in it in the past. Yeah, another indie. Third game up, number eighty seven, is. Fairy Bloom Freesia soundtrack. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, you put a soundtrack on the game list? Play Fairy Bloom soundtrack? Is that Freesia. a game? Nope, it's a soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> you never know, Dan. Come on. You should re roll. This is like game. a flea market. Pirate Pop Plus. <laughs> oh, man. Eric getting the shaft hard. The last one is 126 to the moon. Oh, well, uh, there you go. Okay. It's got to be to the moon. We do not supply the one. Kleenex. No. You have to yeah, supply I think, it yourself. I think it's unanimous on this one. To the moon is the official recommendation of the podcast. What? And the you have soundtrack. to play it in one sitting. Or the soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, it's about three and a half or four hours. Just play it all at once if that's your, yeah. if that's your pick. By yourself. Yes. Yeah, you don't want anyone around when you're... When if you're, you're going to have a good hearty cry. So just again, Eric, your options are Oil Rush, English Country Tune, Fairy Bloom, Freesia, The Soundtrack, <laughs> Pirate Pop Plus, and To the Moon. Oh, man. That's horrible. Good stuff, that. All right. Uh, so next week's episode, we're going to be covering the Steam Summer Sale. We'll pick some, some must-have bargains. Uh Maybe some borderline bargains, I guess. But that'll be our episode for next week. Uh, any other thoughts? 
No. No. Nothing. All right. That'll do it for episode two, three, 309 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.